Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. We are going to start off with the ladies, and for the women's event, I have brought on special guest, two-time Olympian, team event bronze medalist, triple axler at the Olympics in 2018, Mariah Nagasu. Thanks for coming on, Mariah. Thanks for having me, Paulina. It is, it's good to uh, recap together again, since we did it so much last year, so excited to get in the flow again. Let's do it. So what did you think of the ladies event overall before we go right into individuals man <laughs> i definitely didn't see the results coming aside from first place skating is has changed so much i was really rooting for my mihara to medal this season but she just it just wasn't her day in the free skate I agree with Kari Sakamoto being in first place. She earned that championship title. And did I ever think that Hay and Lee from Korea would medal? No, but I'm really happy for her. And then to see Luna Hendricks fight for another world medal was exciting. Definitely unpredictable. Unpredictable events. Mm hmm. I think that was honestly the coolest part was that they were all pretty close after the short and then the free skate decided where they ended up. And I feel like the past few world championships, it's been pretty predicted. Um, so the unpredictive quality of this event was more like old skating in that sense, um, which I really enjoyed. But let's go right into uh, the top six. So we'll start with first place, Kauri Sakamoto, um, who skated such a great short program. And then in the free skate, um, it was pretty strong. She had a few mistakes here and there, but um, overall, what did you think? I mean, I'm biased. I love Kari Sakamoto skating. This season, she proved herself to be a champion, especially since she parted ways with Benoit as her choreographer, and she used two new choreographers, Sam Chenard for the short and Raheen Ward for the free skate. And she definitely went for a new style, more on the sexy side. And though mm -hmm. I would say that these two programs weren't Olympic for me, I would say that Benoit's Olympic program is still by far my favorite. I do like what she's done with the SIA program. I think it really suits her. I mean, most importantly, her jumps are phenomenal phenomenal they're huge I love the way she starts off with that double axle that is probably one of the biggest in the world mm -hmm. and it's so impressive to go from a base value of 3.30 and to get a 4.76 
I mean, you can see it in the GOE. She's getting fours and fives, and she has her double axle triple toe combo. She did mess up her triple triple, but honestly, I'm just, I was impressed with her quick thinking. That triple toe she added on saved, kept, kept her in the title position. Mm -hmm. So I think it was quick thinking on her part. She didn't, she did all three combos. She did a three jump. So she did make a mistake, but she still yeah. played it smart. Yeah, I think like both programs showed really good energy on her part. She's such a power skater, um, like very athletically inclined, but she's like very sensual in her programs this season, which it's great to play around. It's the season after the Olympics. She has, you know, the four years leading up to the next. So if she wants to experiment with different types of styles. This is the time. Um, and I think like she skated pretty well for the most part. I definitely have a bone to pick with the single flip though, single flip, triple toe, um, getting positive GUEs from the judges on an obvious pop. Um, maybe she got the positive GUEs because they saw her tack on the triple toe, but overall, I think that was just too big of a mistake to receive high GUE on. Um, and then I think, um, I thought the opening lets the opening sow cow and then the double axle triple toe, the triple toe on that combo, three jump combo. I thought those were all short. Um, and she wasn't given any carrot or any like cue on the scorecard. Um, so I do think she was helped nationally with worlds being in Japan. It was a lot better than she's been putting out all season. Um, it is interesting that uh, like the world champion doesn't have two clean programs, but I think we were talking about this earlier how every every champion at this world across four disciplines had some type of mistake within their programs um and that's like kind of shocking but um yeah i i honestly thought that hayen should have won out over cowrie personal opinion because of the two clean programs and i also really really enjoyed hayen's performances um but yeah, I also, my other bone to pick with Carrie is the fact that her Lutzes are like very clear. Lutzes. Okay. That I have yeah. to agree with you on, but the under rotations, we're going to agree to disagree, but the Flutzes, the lack of the exclamation point, I do have to agree with you on that. The, they should definitely be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fair. So I, I think that she could have scored lower in the free skate and I would have given Hay in the win personally, but I thought like her short program was pretty strong. I did think though that her points in the short should have been more equal to the other clean programs. They didn't necessarily agree that it needed to be um, almost like five points higher. And I think the lead definitely saved her in the free skate. Um, so it's possible that the judges also could have been cushioning her because she hasn't been able to deliver like a strong, like clean free skate all season. Something to note with that. But what did you think of okay, but, performances? <laughs> okay, she did have a home crowd advantage. I'll give you that. Let's move on to Hayen. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, but to see how much she's grown, how much she's improved from Skate America this season, where she didn't really impress me to putting out two very strong performances here. Mm -hmm. My bone to pick 
in this day and age is that I really enjoy seeing originality in programs. So I would like to see Hayen think outside of the box of Phantom. Phantom has been done over and over. So I thought it was done well, but it's been done. So I'm curious as to see to see what she brings out in the future. And I hope she brings out some more originality. I really like her short program. It stood out to be to me more, especially since Eric Radford composed and performed the piece that she was skating to that I thought was especially cool. But as far as Phantom, she did it well. Jump wise, she nailed everything. Yeah, she did. It was beautiful. I would say that preference wise, and I know my bias is coming into question. <laughs> I prefer Kaori's jumps because the knee bend is spectacular. And I find I found that with Hayen, a lot of her jumps were high in the knees. So she didn't quite finish out her jumps with the flow that I look for, but you can mm -hmm. still see in her protocols that she did them really well and she was really well rewarded for components scoring nines and eights. And overall, I thought it was really well deserved. I think that as she goes more head to head with Kaori, those components will flip and she'll start getting the benefit of the doubt. I think that's super true, um, especially because it's been like a slow and steady climb for her and then kind of securing the Four Continents win before Worlds definitely, I feel like, helped her confidence as well as the judges to kind of view this international ISU champion coming in uh, to this event and score her in that way as well. Um, but she really is so like elegant and willowy and her programs are so classical and feminine. So it is a very stark contrast to Kaori's like power speed style so I think like with both of them hopefully in the future skating clean it's gonna really just come down to preference um, but I really really appreciated that hand skated two clean programs um, did triple triples in both programs so I definitely for me she was my champion um, but she did win the free skate so let's go on that front and uh, i'm definitely really excited to keep watching her she she made me really happy at this worlds and um just like the the grace of her step sequences in both programs i i really enjoyed watching as well well what about luna luna finished in third um she had mistakes in both programs a pretty big mistake in the short in uh her triple triple so she had the triple is triple toe she kind of fell on um, and they gave her an, a carrot on the toe. But looking back at those replays, the Lutz was a little under and the toe was like a half turn under and she still got 71 points. So I thought that was kind of wild, <laughs> but she still wasn't in the top three after the short. So she had to fight in the long, which she did. I felt the fight mentality. Uh, but overall, what did you think? Paulina, you and I both know that when you've got a world medal, you get a little bit of help from the judges from the get-go. And, mm -hmm. you know, she really had to fight in the free skate. But 138 with the fall is pretty high. It was. Also, the program overall, I thought, um, in the free skate, she was so focused on hitting the elements. And even those, like, it wasn't like she was in the zone and everything was, like, hitting with perfect flow. Like, she was fighting to land pretty much on everything. Um, and then she just wasn't really performing. It felt like 
her energy was really in tune with herself trying to skate clean rather than like letting go and just having freedom of movement for the audience. But I don't think that the program itself either really caters to that. Like, I don't think it's her. Like, it's not my favorite program that she's had. Yeah. I I, hate to say it, but the music is more BGM to me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It it definitely doesn't um, cater to like her best style. I feel, um, so, yeah, I feel like she yeah. should pick music that's stronger, that highlights how fast her rotations are. Like, there aren't many moments in the music that she can hit the jumps to. And I find her jumps are her best attribute. She has such great snap. And I wish it would, the music would really showcase that more. And she has a lot of personality too. And I find that this music is almost one tone, even though. It has that fallen angel theme and it goes darker, but just doesn't quite do enough for me. Yeah, me neither. I think like she shows a lot more energy in the short program and like really sells the choreography, even though that one I also kind of feel like has a little too much going on in it um, as compared with some of her past programs. But um, yeah, I think like for her, just in terms of not completing all of her elements, like with great quality. Um, I was a little bit surprised that she ended up on the podium um, just because I did think the short program should have set her back more with the big mistake and then not skating a clean long. She also has edge issues. She has a flutz. So it's like there's just multiple things kind of that she needs to fix. I know you're really big into your edge calls, Paulina, but this I am, you know, this this panel (laughs) was really generous with their they were edges. I don't yes. see a lot of exclamation points, honestly. No. Overall, definitely want to see improvement from her next year. Um, I do want to see her. And we and- will. I mean, this yeah. is like the first season after the Olympics. And if there's any time to play with music ideas, it's now. It's exactly. It's time to figure out what genres work for you, what don't. You know, if this is her vibe, this makes her happy, she should absolutely skate to it because who cares what? Ryan Agassi things. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we all have our own preferences. So if they vibe with what they pick, that's all that matters. But from an aesthetic standpoint, in, in her short program, like her opening flip and her double axle from her spread eagle, like those jumps were so spot on and like so stunning. So if she can continue to skate with that quality, she's going to be outstanding. Uh, the one thing I do want to see her fix, though, is her hair cutter position. Also, like Kiori also has this <laughs> problem, but I always say this. And I've seen people fix it, and I am so happy and so proud of them when they do. But gosh, for Luna, like to finish that free skate with a turned in layback and then just the hair cutter that is not a hair cutter, it really pains me. And I just can't understand why all these skaters are getting positive GOEs for bad positions. It's fast. It's fast, Paulina. It's fast. But it doesn't look good, Mariah. It just doesn't. And you had a beautiful, you had a beautiful layback, a beautiful all around. Haircutter and Beelman, you know what I'm talking about. It just, it is what it is. But in fourth place, we had Isabel Levito from the U.S., narrowly in fourth. What did you- Not her day. Not her day. Not her performance. Yeah. She opened with that mistake. Big fall on that triple Lutz. I wish she had competed with a little more of a 
a game plan, if that makes sense. I wish she had been able to look at her protocol and stick one more combination jump in there. I would have liked to see that. I didn't mind that she fell. I minded that she didn't put a combo somewhere else. Mm. And that's something I want to see. I want to see good strategy. But I mean, she's been skating really strongly. She probably wasn't even prepared for that mistake. Yeah, exactly. It was unfortunate. I think she had an opportunity to medal. They would have given it to her if she had skated a clean program, um, especially with the mistakes that Luna had. Yeah, it would have been nice to see a medal for the U.S., Mm -hmm. but she didn't put that combo in there. No. So that was her one big mistake. The the rest of the stuff, though, like she did, she fought for the rest of the free skate. Um, She has such beautiful skating quality in terms of um, like hitting balletic positions and her her like posture um arm positions to a point like everything is very detailed in both the short and the free skate I thought her short program was good I thought she showed more like emotion or tried to show more like freedom of movement a little bit in that short program it's the first time that I saw that this season but I still think like the ice coverage of hers is not quite the same as some of the other skaters that we're seeing um so hopefully her patterns next year can help her with that I just pulled up the results and she Mm -hmm. scored 207.65 and Luna scored 210.42 so she had stuck in that combo elsewhere she would have been able to take that bronze medal home Mm -hmm. and that is literally the reason Kari Sakamoto won the world championships was because she popped that flip but she added that triple toe exactly so Isabeau you you gotta do three combos (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It's just her Lutz is not my favorite, if I'm being honest. It's so pitched forward. Yeah. Her so, her technique on her jumps kind of like wrecks the otherwise good lines that she has for her programs. But beautiful her, her, lines. Yeah. Yeah. But the jump technique, the lines are definitely not not classic, not not straight line posture and not like jumping from her legs. She uses her upper body to kind of help her. But she has really great snap. And I am am always surprised when she's completely upright in the air like even with her being pitched like almost at a 90 degree angle forward she still comes to a 90 degree chest is almost on her quads when she goes to take off yeah so I'm always surprised too she must have incredible snap to go from how pitched Mm -hmm. forward she is to completely straight in the air but it is it works for her it works for her right now. Overall, she has gorgeous spin. She has difficult transitions. She has uh, like really good strength throughout her program. She doesn't seem to lose steam or energy. I feel like her skating is extremely precise. She she has like this balletic style that she is like trying to cement. I would actually like to see her experiment with different styles just because she has really good basic dance technique. But um, if she wants to keep doing the ballet, I'm also here for it. <laughs> They were okay. I think they really catered to the system. For me, mm-hmm. I like her transitions and I like the way she performed them. But overall, I think there's a lack of speed that really comes through when you look at the signs and you see how slowly they move. The lack of speed doesn't transfer well onto the TV. But when you watch it in real time, I mean, you can't help but compare to the other competitors, especially during the six minute warm up. And Kauri is flying across the ice. And I think that as Isabeau gets older, that's something I'd really like for her to work on is her flow across the ice because she does everything really well. She has great transitions. She has great program composition. She has great 
presentation, especially for, is she 16 years old? But I would really like to see her increase her speed so that she's keeping up with the senior level competitors out there. I think she does, to me, look a little bit timid. Mm -hmm. But I think that that experience will definitely come with time. Because she is so young, like she'll grow into that power. It's just something that comes naturally with age, I think, um, and as you get older. And so if she's just working on her speed right now, that that power to match it will she'll grow into. And I, I really hope that she does focus on correcting her edge technique as well on her flips and her lutzes. Uh, the flip is more flat, but the lutz definitely has a flutz as well. Um, so I think she needs to pay attention to it so that they don't harper on it in future competitions. Regardless, it was her first world, so it's a great experience for her, and I hope that she takes this positively and really kicks it for next year. Well, in fifth place, we had Mai Mahara from Japan, um, who skated a pretty good short program and good free skate. There were some mistakes at the end. Um, Beautiful short program. I saw an under on the flip, and I actually thought her on her let's toe, it looked almost half turn. Like in between a half. After. (laughs) Yeah. You're harsh. I'm honest, Mariah. I think think they looked okay in the short program, but she definitely got a bunch of unders in the short pro, uh, in the free skates. In the free skates. Excuse me. But she started off so strong and I was really rooting for her. She just let those unders get to her near the end of the program. And they really, this system really is not favorable. To under rotations and she also she like turned out of a lutz at the end that was like two-footed and she did a pop she did a double loop at the end instead of a triple so she kind of just let herself go a little bit at the end uh, which was disappointing because the start of the program was really strong um, open with like a great double axle triple toe in the free skate but yeah unfortunately those mistakes cost her and she she missed her opportunity for this podium like her technique overall like super classic i really appreciate her posture um and just the the overall quality of her skating she still is a little bit like there isn't a huge standout quality for me in her programs um, where I can see individual personality from her I I think her skating super lovely but it doesn't quite stand out I disagree with that (laughs) I love her spins I love that she utilizes the increase in speed really well She does the broken leg out wide and then she pulls it in. I always pull it up to -hmm. show my students what counts for increase in speed. It's one of the magic bullet points. Uh, I think her spins are lovely. I think she has great presence on the ice. And when she hits those jumps, she does them really well. You know, I mean, performing in front of 20,000 people, you could tell that the pressure got to her a little bit. But she's still scoring 132 points in the free skate. Those are still really big numbers, but Mm -hmm. I hope that she comes back strong next year because um, she did finish in the top three in the short, which is great. And top five in the world is not too bad either, especially in her home country. In sixth place, we had Cheon Kim, also from Korea. She was a junior all season competing on the junior grand prix and she had her first senior outing um major international senior outing at four continents and and then she got to compete at senior worlds for the first time um she had some mistakes in the short program i think she flipped out of her triple lutz and then she tried to put the triple toe on a triple flip later in the program which was 
surprising just because she's been actually really consistent all season. But unfortunately, these two final huge competitions for Continents and Worlds, she has made mistakes. But the free skate was so strong. It was so clean. Everything she did was great quality. I love that she has proper edges on her flips and lutzes. What did you think of her free skate? This is going to sound really harsh because I really loved her program. But you said it. She competed junior all season and moved up to senior. And I couldn't, once you said that, I was like, that really makes sense because she was doing so much, but it just didn't feel like it was very musical. It felt like the music was playing and she was skating to it, but they weren't quite in sync together, which was unfortunate because her footwork had so much upper body. I was impressed. I was like, oh, this is what the judges are looking for when they're looking for upper body. I thought her choreographed sequence was intensely difficult. She did like so many lip like kick things at the end of a four minute program. I was like, dang, Mm -hmm. she is well trained. Her stamina is great. But through it all, there just was a lack of connection between her and her music I don't know it just I was like wow she was amazing but the music it just didn't highlight her skating for me I think she's definitely more of like an athletically inclined skater as well so she's gonna have to grow into finding what her specific personality style is on the ice and and since she is young the choreography is definitely more catered to movement 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 jump movement 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 versus I think as you kind of grow in the senior ranks, you you start to paint way more of a picture and have less is more mentality where you want to just have like presence with fewer movements. Hopefully as she continues to develop in the sport, she will find her footing with that. I thought the quality of her elements and like just execution in the free skate with everything and the technique was just really fantastic. well done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so. to go from 12th place in the short program to third place in the free skate is insane and then finish top six overall at your first worlds go chan yeah we'll see we'll see what she does next year another skater that was in the junior grand prix all season and then she competed at the european championships and now the world championships was kimmy ripond from switzerland i love kimmy i'm a big kimmy fan i've liked her on the season she just is so beautiful to watch in my opinion she's a tall skater, but she has such um, like graceful dance abilities. Um, She's very classically trained. So I can see the balletic influence. Her posture is great. Um, She has great arm movement and great extension in her legs and her feet. So I appreciate it. She both in both of her programs, she does also kind of have a lot of movements going on. Um, So I hope as she grows, she kind of like does the less is more approach and just caters to like long stretches and and powerful like presence moments on the ice. But while her jumps aren't the highest, I think the technique is really, really good. Like she has great posture in her jumps and she has a really quick snap. So even though she doesn't get the most height, she is rotating so, so quickly and she just has this pencil air position, um, which I love. But what did you think of Kimmy? 
I think you nailed it in your analysis. <laughs> really strong outing for a first senior debut, 131.34 for the free skate. She did her triple lutz, triple toe, double axle, triple toe. A little low on the levels. I'm seeing a level three flying combo spin and step sequence level three and then final combo spin level three to be getting 131 with that room for improvement she should be really proud of herself and absolutely agree with what mm -hmm. you're saying she has great technique she's got a strong base so I hope that as she gets used to the senior stage she takes in the 20,000 people in the arena because I also felt like she had so much going on and yeah it's hard to appreciate the little movements when there's so much you don't know how to digest it all She's also, she's only 16. She's the same age as, you know, somebody like Isabeau Levito, who's getting pushed out um, so highly as a senior. So I think it's really interesting to see some of these kids come who are the same age and who are all doing the same difficulty and see kind of like where they're falling in the judges placements. I, I love her spins. I love I mean, her she essence. Yeah, she scored 69.26 technically and Isabeau scored... 66.78 so she did win in the technical aspect of Isabeau got her in the components with 68.84 mm -hmm. and Kimmy scored 62.08 but you also have to remember that Isabeau is a Grand Prix finalist and she's skating in the last warm-up yeah exactly so I I'm actually super curious to see how Kimmy stacks up over the next four years against all these girls because this is just her first outing but I think that she has so much potential she does also have a Lutz edge issue that I'm seeing um and so I think she's actually somebody that I can clearly see when she taps she's just tapping like a flip on the right side of her and she needs to tap diagonally more like on the left side of her and then she'll be able to get her edge through as an outside because she doesn't really have like a twist in the shoulders the way most people who fluts do um she's like pretty square it's just like this final tap thing but regardless she doesn't have a she doesn't have any edge calls issues with this panel <laughs> she doesn't with this panel but she could in the future if she doesn't watch it so always just gotta warn everyone please <laughs> don't leave any room a no psa cares. from paulina <laughs> watch those edges i'll watch them all right well let's talk about our other two american ladies so in um finishing 12th we had amber glenn who skated a short program pretty much the way she's been skating it all season she opened so strong with her triple flip triple toe double axle no problem and then she put her hand on on that triple loop which really set her up to receive lower scores in both programs unfortunately um, because then she skated in an earlier warm-up in the free skate and it just it didn't land quite the same with the judges as other skaters who also made mistakes um which is a huge bummer because i still think that amber has like really unique very very powerful qualities in skating like she stands out with speed and power to me as well um but she just has not been able to come out with the confidence of clean program like no question judges take me seriously um and she needs to if she wants to move up in the ranks I'm hoping she explores a new genre of music for next season. I think that she should explore different music genres so that she can kind of highlight how impressive her jumps are. I've never seen a triple flip, triple toe with her timing. It is so fast. 
and she does it so well. It's one of her most consistent elements. So I think because it is one of her most consistent elements, she should put it to music to really hype up the score and hype up her ability. And mm-hmm. yeah, she didn't skate poorly. 122.81 is nothing to be ashamed of. But She actually skated a really good free skate. I mean, the only major mistake she had was she flipped out of her triple axle. It it just didn't happen for her, but it, it also hasn't happened all season. So the that, timing that was... was a little rushed. It was really yeah. rushed. She needs a little more patience and to trust her step, which is so hard when it's that first element and you don't know how the program will go. But she does it really well in practice. So I'm stoked to see how many times she's attempted it this year. Every time she attempts it is more experience under her belt. It's unfortunate that she also didn't get enough combos in her program. She did the triple loop repeat. And you got to get those combos in. It's a numbers game, you guys. That's my thing, my combos. Your thing (laughs) is the edges and my thing is the combos. Well, I mean, yeah, it's important. Um, you can't leave any points on the table. What what she did do, she she fought for everything. She did a beautiful triple flip, triple toe after that triple axle and then landed everything. She kind of um, like almost had a bobble step out on her final triple loop, but she she still saved it. Um, so she she had yeah. a really good mental showing, which is such a, a huge milestone for Amber to be at her first world championships and not implode in the way that we've seen her do that in the past like few seasons um Mm. so that that in and of itself is pretty huge for her um but i do think 122 for what she actually put out in the free skate was honestly pretty low yeah i thought the judges were really hard on her just because like the the technical content that she had if you overlook both like the short and the long she had a hand down in the short and then she just missed the triple axle but did a clean program after that. The, those two mistakes are not high enough to warrant such a low score, in my opinion. And I think she should have been in the ballpark of like at least like six skaters like up. Like she should have been way closer in points with everybody and higher so that we could have our three spots still. <laughs> I agree. I agree yeah. with that. But she definitely lost, lost, left a lot of points on the table when she didn't put that combo in because I'm looking at the points and between... So she was 14th in the free ski and between 13th place and 14th is one point, less than one point. I do agree with you, Pauline, in that the judges were really hard on her. Yeah. Well, our other American skater, Brady Tunnell, first world's back in her comeback. She did not have the showings that she wanted here. However, it is her season on her comeback and she, she has been struggling a bit with rotation in general like all season um including nationals and four continents so i don't think it was surprising that she wasn't like a hundred percent on her game at this world's um but it's still a great experience for her to kind of get back in the zone of being at the top of the top competitions as she continues on um what did you think of her programs this season she was really fighting Mm-hmm. And I was really proud of her for doing that. But from the get-go, I was like, man, Brady, you need to slow down. She was just gunning for those elements. The walls were so blurry behind her because she was skating so fast. And I just felt like she rushed that Lutz. I mean, she held on to it. And I love the way she did her triple toe on the triple flip right after. 
But then she rushed the double toe. Well, it was supposed to be double axle, triple toe. And she opened up too early because she rushed it. But then popped the loop. And she kept fighting. I mean, she went for her triple X double toe. She did her triple saucal, but it just seemed like she was she wanted it so badly that she got a little too tight. And I mean, I know she's well trained, but it just wasn't her day. It just seemed like she just couldn't get her timing and her feet back under her. Yeah, I also I saw that she had gotten to Japan like almost a week early so she was there for a long time before the actual events depending on what type of skater she is if she feels like she needs a long time to adjust um, especially for that type of time change or not I always found when I traveled uh, like I would use up my adrenaline in the first few days so I wanted to just come compete and if I was there for too long I would like spend the adrenaline in the first two or three days and then kind of like the energy would taper off so it's it's possible that like maybe she was skating like clean program, clean program, like when she first arrived in Japan and by the end of the week, like she had kind of just spent that adrenaline energy. It's been a it's been a comeback season for her. Just to be and at I, Worlds is huge yeah. for her, honestly. Yeah. And comebacks don't happen in one season. So I think she's yeah. got a great season under her belt and I'm excited to see what she does next year. I really liked her interpretation of Vivaldi's four seasons. Um I think she's doing great work with Ben Wall. It was unique. She, yeah. She went from skating to Cinderella in 2018 and now I feel like she has her her style, her signature and I know what to look for for from Brady and I think Mm -hmm. she's still got a lot to say in her story. A skater that did not deliver here, and I'm sure she wants to just totally forget about this competition, is Yalem Kim from Korea. So unfortunate that she kind of bombed both of her programs here um, and ended up finishing solo because she was definitely a podium favorite going into the event. What did you think about her programs this season? I mean, in the shore program, she looked like she didn't even expect that fall. She, yeah, it hit her so hard. She didn't know how to react. It took her a while to get up, but you cannot make mistakes in the shore program. Free skate, it wasn't terrible. She, it definitely wasn't Yalem up to Yalem standard. It didn't have any triple triple combos. The triple lutz, triple toe that floats across the ice and takes up so much space. You don't know how it's possible. That wasn't there because she fell. Definitely not what she's capable of. I think overall, like she has everything. Like everyone knows she's a strong skater. Everyone knows she has this gorgeous combo. So I think she really just needs to move on from this competition and and still have the self-confidence that this was just a fluke. And um, she's a really strong competitor. Um, and just go out and kill it next season. She's I think the she was queen like shocked. Yeah, she was like shell shocked through the rest she, of the program from the fall, and it just yeah. like took her out of her focus element. She was like fighting for elements. Like her triple flip was beautiful. She did and a she triple flip with her hands flip. over her head. Yeah. yeah, you. I mean, this just, is the world championships, right? And yeah, to it be was competitive. Just, you have to do your triple triple. You do. Yeah. So it, definitely a missed opportunity from Yalem, but. There's no doubt that she's a phenomenal skater. So definitely cheering her for her for next season. And I hope that she puts the Innebauers in both programs next season, just like she did this season, because that has been such a highlight for every competition I've seen her at. Um, is just those beautiful, long Innebauer holds. 
Well, let's briefly touch on a few other um, skaters. We had um, Nina Petrikina from Estonia finish ninth, who skated pretty well in both programs. Uh, she's also like a really beautiful skater, super energetic, has really strong jumps when she hits. She really went for all of her elements. She did have a couple sloppy landings in there. And I found that she was very... Um, very forward with her skating I wanted her to bring her posture back up a little bit but really strong start she fought for that double axle triple toe at the beginning it didn't have the flow she was looking for but she held on to it she did a triple that's half loop triple sal which is a combo I've never done in competition it was a it was a difficult program I, I think she was really hanging on for the whole program in the free skate like the jumps weren't like effortlessly done she was she was definitely fighting for everything but um still a really really good strong showing from her and and she just has like so much passion for her movement which is really refreshing to see so she's definitely a really promising yeah, I did girl. enjoy that we also had Rinka Watanabe in 10th from Japan super disappointing honestly that Rinka like couldn't deliver here because I love her tango Roxanne short program and I think like her skating quality and her jumps when she hits are just amazing um so she definitely needs to work on her concentration in competition to be able to hit because she's such a strong skater Mariah's laughing at me Mariah what did you think of her performance I'm just laughing because they're like she needs to work on her focus I mean I applaud her for going for triple axel I saw a lot of videos floating around on the internet of beautiful triple axles that she was landing in practice. I felt a lot of empathy for her when she missed it, especially as we mentioned before, when it's that first element, it really takes you out. But yeah, I think she's a really talented skater. And for her to qualify for the world championships, representing Japan is no easy feat. She mm -hmm. earned her way there. And I could tell that her base is really strong her jumps are really beautiful so lots of potential. not the showing yeah a lot of yeah. potential another skater um that finished in 11th was nina pinzarona from belgium so we had another belgian um skater finishing high up in world standings she was really interesting she has like good technical difficulty in both programs um really good like freedom of movement she's like very stretched out when she skates her programs were very like character e, and she she has like beautiful stretches. The only thing that I think um, she needs to improve on a little bit is she goes like in and out of character when it comes to her stroking. <laughs> so she's doing like back crossovers and she's picking her foot up and crossing, and it's kind of like this jolting stroking position, and so that loses like the the quality of the other things that she does that um, are actually quite beautiful. So cleaning up their jump rotations, all of that stuff, but like really good showing from Belgian girl. What about Madeline Skizis? She reminds me so much of Caitlin Osmond, like a powerhouse. She, she, just, she did so good in the free skate. She did. Skate. She did. Yeah. yeah I, I was, hope that she, you know, she continues to work on the transitions in between her, her elements because her elements are extremely impressive. The height to distance ratio is phenomenal. I don't know how some skaters go and attack their elements with as much speed as they do, and she's one of them. But yeah, little things like 
pointing her toes. I'm being really nitpicky at this point, but I think that those are things that she can continue to work on. The the like arching of her back too. Like sometimes she gets a little bit stiff in her like shoulder posture. Yeah, I wish that she had skated a like clean short program to like put her up more. Um, because skating so early in the event in one of the earlier warm-up groups, I think they held back with her scoring as well. And and skating a clean free skate with that triple let's triple toe, pretty strong. Also, the the it was just like all the way around backward. Like you said, it covered a lot of ice. Um, so I was just happy to see her skate a clean free skate finally this season because she's been having kind of a tough time with just committing to the rotation. She like will sometimes pop. So to see her commit and land everything way to do it at Worlds, honestly. <laughs> Ekaterina Kurakova from Poland um, also had such a fun short program <laughs> to the Elvis theme. Um, I've been loving watching that all season. She finished 16th overall. She had some mistakes um, in the free skate, but she she's always just a skater that I love to watch because like she's another like super joyful energy. I think the crowd really yeah. connects with her. Um, mm-hmm. And you can even feel that through computer screen which is rare so um she she's just, just always a genuine somebody... yeah, yeah genuine appreciation and love for skating mm-hmm. that really comes through I wish that she had skated clean programs so she could lift herself in the like overall standing because she really is a strong skater she's got technical difficulty and she's got the components to match so I really want to see her put it all together agreed she just she has, I mean, I would argue the most difficult combo in the field with the triple Lutz, Euler, triple flip. Mm-hmm. Super but, impressive. Mm-hmm, all those little carrots and cues really held her scores back this season. Yeah. Another skater that did not deliver, unfortunately, even though she skated so well at the European Championships, just a month earlier was Anastasia Gubanova, who has very pretty programs. Um, she has great skating qualities, but the mistakes in her programs this season at Worlds just really tanked her standing. Unfortunately, didn't have her best skate either. She finished uh, 14th overall, and I hope that she can come back next year and put it together because she did put it together at the European Championships and she won. Yeah, she was gassed so. out in this program, though. <laughs> Unfortunately, she, she looked really tired. But and she started off really strong with that triple let's triple toe. Yeah, they scored 11.62 points for it. But halfway through, you could tell her legs were giving out from under her, especially when her double axle became a big old wash jump. So, yeah, hopefully she can come back stronger next year because she does she should know with Europeans that if she delivers, like the judges are willing to keep her um, high in standing. So hopefully she can take that with confidence into next season. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking about the ladies. Absolutely. With me. Thanks for having me, Paulina. Okay. We are now going to go into the men um, and to talk about the men's event at worlds i have multiple u.s champion (laughs) jeremy abbott my olympic teammate to olympics he's been too uh thanks so much for coming on jeremy my pleasure thanks for having me paulina excited to talk about skating with you since we skate together all the time now but we don't really get to uh chat too much about current skating so 
it's always nice to have your opinion on things. Yeah, we mostly just uh, chat about how much our bodies hurt skating currently. Mm-hmm. The bruises that I have right now from rolling around. <laughs> it's fine. For real. <laughs> All right. Well, overall, um, what did you think of the men that you saw? What did you think about the men's event? I mean, the men are highly underrated in my opinion. Um, and always have been, you know, um, the women are the jewel of the sport as they should be. Um, but like the men are doing just the craziest stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like aside from the technicality of it, like they're taking more risks with music and choreography and it may not all be paying off, but I appreciate like, they're kind of throwing, like they're throwing, um, like skating's rule book out the window and they're like we're gonna do it we're gonna do what we want we're gonna take more risks and i love seeing that and it's really fun even if it doesn't always work out or please everyone yeah i think that the the technical quality has just been like pushed and pushed each year but this has been a really awesome year where like i would say most of the the guys at the top are bringing the quality in their skating as well so there's the full package going on rather than just um, jumps, which is really cool to see that progression and everything. And I, I definitely loved all the per- performances. Let's talk about first place, our world champion Shoma Uno, um, who skated very well here, a clean short program that was just beautifully done, uh, skates to gravity. Uh, I love his short program. He does like a really long twizzle in the step sequence. So I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, what did you think of Shoma? <laughs> You do love a good twizzle. <laughs> um, hot take. I don't like the short. Um, I love Shoma. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's get this clear. <laughs> I, I love Shoma. I think he's a really intense performer and a beautiful skater. Um, but for me, like, this music, it's sensual. It's sexy. It's, like, it's bluesy. There's, there's a lot happening. And... Um, I don't see it trans like I don't see it in Shoma's body. I don't see the music in his body this way, the same way I see the long program, like Mm -hmm. from the first note of his long program, like he embodies that music and I don't see it the same. So for me, like, I don't like the program. Having said that, that's my personal, it's my personal opinion. Um, I I love, but I love his skating and he's always so dynamic and so exciting to watch regardless of what I think of the the actual program itself. He's stunning to, he's stunning to watch. And I'm, he, he deserved that title start to finish. Like he, he earned it. It wasn't given to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think now that you say that the, the song itself, John Mayer, it definitely is more of like a bluesy song and he definitely brings that like classical ballet piano style that is so him into that program um so everything is like way more controlled than it is free but Mm -hmm. in the in the free skate he definitely is more um the music suits his style like perfectly and he i i just love his choreography is his choreography is done by stefan limbale and i just think that um all of the like little moments and just how classically trained his posture, everything. It's so, so wonderful to watch and, and so gentle yeah. and strong. So I love him, but he did make some mistakes in the free skate. He had some sloppy landings and um, it wasn't perfect. So I'm sure that he wishes it was like lights out to win that world <laughs> championships, but 
um, with the quality of his short program too, it was enough to secure the win. Yeah. I mean, but also like the things that he did do well, he did very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that he and Stefan have a really great collaboration together. And I think it's been a, it's been a good and very um, smart move for him to, to go to, um, to Switzerland. Cause he's just like, there's, you know, when you see somebody and you're thinking like this as much as they can do, um and i you know i thought we saw that from shoma like four years ago Mm -hmm. um and since then he's just continued to improve and i've just been in awe watching the the progression of his his artistry his skating his even his jumps like they've gotten more controlled and because i remember i was like this kid's gonna blow out his knee on these landings yeah he does have some lucky yeah yeah they were all over rotated like all of them but now like everything's Mm -hmm. much more in control and i'm like okay all right like this is this kid's really like I mean he's not a kid this man <laughs> is um really like he's stepping up his game and there's there's more to there's more to Shoma than <clears throat> what I thought his ability was and I love when that happens I love being proven wrong exactly yeah like the the ice coverage that he's continued to develop in his career has just been like amazing at this point and and like not having too many movements in his programs like just letting his presence speak for itself has been outstanding to watch well in second place (laughs) go shoma yes in second place we had uh, junwa cha from korea um who skated two clean programs here which is so commendable. Huge congratulations to him for ending up on the podium. Um, I love his short program. It's the Michael Jackson rendition. Um, and he just opened with an amazing quad style. Um, and he just does these insane in in both programs. So I'm, I loved it. What did you think? I mean, cr- like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, he also made history. Um, is he not the first South Korean male to win a world medal i think he is um, he is please feel free to check me on that anyone who's listening I... but i'm pretty <laughs> sure he made history and i think that's incredible he is a beautiful skater with um an amazing like t- technical mastery you know he doesn't have as many quads as let's say like Ilya or shoma or um, a few others in the in the event but um, the ones that he does are very very well done and his triples are gorgeous and um, the way that he skates is very the music comes out of him um, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's beautiful to watch um, so I mean I again congrats to him because that's such a huge thing um, and that's so so huge for his country and that's going to do so much for his figure skating not that you know uh, Yuna Kim did so much for skating in South Korea um, and hopefully um, Junhua and um, it was high in hey, right? Lee. Yeah. Han Han Lee. And, yeah. Yep. The, both of their medals this, this year, hopefully that just continues to drive the sport there because um, this new generation, they're it's crushing true. it. They really are. And they, they are like full package skaters, which is amazing um, to see on the podium. Uh, my, my only things with him are that like, he definitely slows down a lot before some of his jumps, like particularly the triple axel, he'll like scratch to a stop basically and then do it. Um, <laughs> Pet peeve. 
Yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine for sure. Also, the edge on his LUTs is like an inside edge. So I need him to just fix that because I'm a stickler for the edges. But yeah. I those too. are my only things. Yeah. You need to have you need to have an outside edge on a LUTs and an inside edge on a flip. It's true. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> that's that's what the difference between the two jumps are. But he did do an amazing quad toe in the free skate. Um, and so like he had both the quad toe and the quad sow, which I think is huge for him um this season to put both together in the free skate. Um as, um, as flexibility, the artistry. I just love it all. He's he's also pretty young, so he has so much room for growth still. Um, I'm really excited to see what he does with his skating. Yeah, I actually read like he said his goal was um, to earn three spots for the next Olympics for South Korea. And he was like, and I feel like we're one step closer with um, my placement today. And I was like, that's such a commendable goal because like it's something that's so much bigger than like his own career. Yeah. Like he's really wanting other people to door. be able to have that experience and he's opening the door and he's wanting people to walk in behind him. And like, that's so commendable. Totally. Um, it is, it's amazing to see skaters push the boundaries of the sport within their countries in that way. And, and kind of like get more people interested in the sport too, because he's creating more opportunity. Amazing. Well, in third place, we had our own Ilya Molinen, um, from the U S who did, a beautifully, done clean short program um and then in the free skate he also for the most part landed everything i think there was like one flip out but he landed the quad axle he had just a program filled with quads like such technical difficulty sloppier landings they weren't um of the quality that we've seen in the past but he really fought for everything hung on and he was able to land on the podium at worlds what did he think um i mean Ely is a phenom. Um, he has such a huge future ahead of him if he can stay healthy and and strong and um, you know, and we're knocking on wood for that. Um, he I you know, I also read after I think after his uh, free skate, he said like he really learned a lot from this world that he doesn't need to have the hardest possible program, but it needs to come with um cleanliness and with um execution and, and with substance and i thought that was so smart for an 18 year old to realize like he doesn't have to do 25 quads in this program i mean he still will because he can um <laughs> but to kind of scale it back in order to have a little more cleanliness and a little more fluidity through his program and, and really up be able to up the artistry because when your technical arsenal is that high I mean, there's just no extra room for the for to bring emotional energy to a program. I can't imagine like the physical toll that takes, but then you add that like emotional energy and that really is draining, speaking from experience. <laughs> um, it, it takes a lot out of you. And um, I think I'll be really excited to see how he develops moving forward. Because even throughout this season, um, I felt like his his performance aspect improved. Um, you know, it, it, he's not, he's certainly not the best performer in the world and he's not the, he's not an artist, um, yet, but I think he has, he has the capability, um, and this, the, I mean, the smartness to understand what he's lacking and, um, you know, you can see he's really driven and hungry to want to be 
the best, not just his best, but the best. Um, and I'm excited to see how that develops and how he develops that because I think, I think he's just got a lot of untapped potential, which is hilarious to say considering he's already made history multiple times over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just so talented uh, with with the jump ability. Like nobody can deny that, and uh, the fact that he's been going after the quad axle even all season and and went after it here at Worlds with so many people in the crowd and so much pressure on his shoulders to deliver. And he did. Uh, I think that speaks volumes to um, like what he's capable of. And since he's so young, he has so much time to kind of like balance out his skating as he grows into his adult body and like his um, artistry that he'll develop year after year. Uh, It's like something about his jump technique that I noticed, like the takeoffs are just so clean like the their textbook going up there's absolutely no pre-rotation i was watching his quad lutz like in the short program and in the slow motion replay he taps his foot in and it it just goes straight up there's no like additional turning or like upper body muscling that's helping him do that um which is a pretty key difference in a lot of like both men and like we were seeing russian women attempting this jump a lot of them have pre-rotation but he doesn't and that just like goes to show his like pure ability and raw talent with that but um I definitely want to see him grow into more power on the ice like better ice coverage um and just like his posture is a huge thing for me right now like he's probably in a growth stage and and so like for boys especially around that age you kind of start to get a little hunched here and there um so he needs to pay attention to that as he grows to kind of like really get that that back arch that shoulder down (laughs) for Mm -hmm. the visual but yeah yeah, time will tell with him for sure but I think he's just really right on track yeah I think like um you know I think we get a little glimpse of it in his choreo sequence in the free program Mm -hmm. um it's like his dance ability is there and he 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 understands music and he can move really well. And when he's like, has is given the freedom to actually let loose when he's not having to focus so intensely on doing quad axle, quad lots, quad lots, quad flip, quad sow, um, you know, there's a little bit more room for him to actually show what he's capable of. And that's where I'm excited to see like what, what can grow out of that. Definitely. Uh, I, yeah, there's just, it's only up from here. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in fourth place, we had Kevin Amos, um, who skated so well in the free skate, particularly. Um, the short program was also uh, strong. He, I, I love that he does so many like acrobatic moves, knee slides, like energetic steps, these cool ending positions. All of those little details add up for me when I watch him. But the free skate, particularly, I thought was just outstanding. Like he nailed his opening quad toe. Um, and he just landed everything and his skating's quality, um, especially when he hits is just so enjoyable to watch. What'd you think? Um, I love Kevin. <laughs> um, I have been, I've been in love with Kevin for like many, many years, like before he like meddled his Grand Prix and really was like, um, kind of a big name in men's figure skating. Um, he is an innovator of this sport. Like you watch that short program and I don't feel like I'm watching figure skating. I feel like I'm watching something entirely new and it's so cool. Um, and I think he's so undervalued in our system too. Cause like, um, 
you know, in the long programs, there there was a clear difference between, let's say, like Jason and Kevin. Um, fi- a five point difference, mm, ISU. I'm not sure that about that, but um, yeah. you know, in the short program, there was a big artistic difference between Kevin and Jason, and to me, that was like such a disservice because here's somebody who really is innovating the sport and doing it in such a beautiful and interesting and uh, way that should like should be really rewarded because it's musical, it is artistic, it is creative, it is um, it's special, it's yes. really special, and he should be like that short program should have scored higher. Like he hands down should have had more, like his, his components should have been very close to Jason's not, maybe not exactly the same, but like his components should have been very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the free program, there was a little more disparity. Like, you know, he had a little more focus and there was less like, um, it was still dramatic. It was still beautiful, but you know, he had to kind of like put a little more focus into the the, the technical aspect of it. So I could see a little more separation between the two um, there. And I'm just comparing the two because for me, they're the top two artistic mm-hmm. skaters in the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just using kind of, I'm using Jason as like the, yeah, yeah. Like the pinnacle for um, sure. of, of like where those scores are coming from. So I felt like Kevin should have been much closer in the short program and, and even closer in the long program, not as close, but closer in the free program. Um, cause those programs were really beautiful in that long program, especially, I think, um, the first, like, I'd say the first four or five jumping passes, like there wasn't a hair out of place, like from the time he took off to the time he landed his chest and back stayed exactly the same. There's no break in anything. It was like effortless. It was kind of the last two, I think it was the last like two jumping passes of his free program that he kind of like, you could see. Um, the landings weren't strong, um, but I, I mean, bravo, Kevin, that was very well done. And I thought you should have yeah. been rewarded more for what you did. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, which we'll talk about Jason here in a second, but uh, Jason obviously is a gorgeous skater and like well-deserved of all the components that he's earned and kind of cemented his reputation as such an artistic skater. Um, but I think that being said, like he does kind of kind of like hold this place of the components guy to watch. And and that's not totally representative of all of the men that we have in the world field. Like there are so many talented artists that we also have that deserve the same recognition and the same points that the judges um, award. And that that really like shows the depth that we have in the field. And so Ke- Kevin is definitely one of those skaters. He is like extremely gentle yet like strong and like shows like I don't know super manly qualities on the ice but like great posture like balletically trained everything like it just it's like the perfect perfect package too so they should be right right up there next to each other absolutely well let's talk about Jason who finished top six at worlds amazing um he helped secure our three spots for next year let's go Jason (laughs) yes he did uh, especially like for a season he wasn't even sure he was going to compete at like mm-hmm. uh, um, just to decide I mean he didn't decide last minute but like he decided I know he decided after um, Japan Open mm-hmm. um, and you know kind of to decide after the season already started like yeah I'm actually going to go through with this whole thing and 
um, see it through and then not just show up at nationals, but then show up at worlds and like skate the best that he could have possibly skated. Um, again, like speaking of no hair out of place anywhere from the time he took off of his jumps, the time he landed, like there may have been one jump that had a scratch on the end of it, but like so much flow posture didn't change. Nothing broke. Like, um, I like, I have just like not enough good things to say about Jason. Mm -hmm. Um, and I admitted like, I am admittedly a convert. Like I was not like, I didn't get the hype earlier on earlier on in his career i was like what is everyone seeing like i don't see the same thing like i see potential i see a lot of potential um i like i liked how he felt music i liked how he expressed himself but i i saw a lot of like gaps in like skating skills and quality and um all these things and and since he's gone to work with tracy and and brian in canada like all those gaps have been filled and then some like mm-hmm. I I just I love watching Jason skate and like this may come as a shock to like everybody listening but I hate watching figure skating <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I love this sport but I just like I hate watching it um <laughs> and you know like we're talking about these men who are just so good and like they they really make me want to watch it but Jason like when I watch it like I don't feel like I'm watching figure skating I just and I you know I said the same thing kind of about Kevin like I just feel like I'm watching something masterful and otherworldly and like I've never seen someone skate as perfectly as as i saw jason skate this this weekend um like i i didn't have a critique mm-hmm. ah i do i do i take that back um, i only have i only have one critique um and and like this is just me being like well i guess it's kind of also part of the system but just the length of the setup into both of his triple axles and the free yeah program. he does telegraph he mm-hmm. does telegraph the triple axle, but that's it. Like, um, so he does also to, like, have pick... an inside Lutz. I noticed at this competition. Does he? Yeah, um, which is like, oops, oops. Colleen's <laughs> picking up on more than I am. <laughs> uh, I didn't catch that. I think I was just like too enthralled. Like, I wasn't watching like with a fine tooth comb just because I was so enthralled by the performance that I like. Just I was. I just like. You know, some people like I'll sit and I'll watch and I'll like pick it apart because um because I'm not like drawn into the performance, but then like if yeah, somebody yeah. draws me into a performance, I'm not I'm gonna forgive <laughs> I'm gonna forgive a lot because I'm not gonna be yeah. watching for those things because you really just like you captivated me and you pulled me into your world mm-hmm. and you like you brought me out of my seat and out of my home and into like into a different realm. And like when somebody can do that, I'm like I'm there with you. Like when you can take me on that journey with you and you can transport me out of my apartment, off of my TV screen, um, you already won me over. And that's like, and you know, I think I hear people complaining like, oh, well, skating is just, it's getting too, too much about the technical and nobody, nobody's an artist anymore. And it's so boring to watch. I'm like, well, I, I agree that 
it can be boring to watch. I think what we're missing is those people who transport us, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, I I don't, I like talked about earlier, like the, the technical aspects huge, but I'm also loving how these people are taking risks and trying new things. And like, I love it. I think it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want more people that just like, that I I don't, yeah, I'm not seeing the calculation of everything. I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing like, oh, I'm doing this because of points. I'm doing like, I want to see it like literally like the music emanate from, from every pore of your body. And and when I see that, like, I just stop. And um, I mean, if you're watching somebody and the commentators stop talking, you're doing it right. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, I think Jason is totally that type of skater where you can tell he's out there for him 100%. Like his music starts and the entire time he like everything is so detailed and everything he hits is gets like his 100% full attention. He's not thinking like three elements down the road. He's he's fully in the moment throughout his whole program, which is really rare for a competitor. And he's really seemed to hone in on the confidence that he can land his elements in that zone, um, Mm -hmm. which he did with like two clean programs. So it, that that's been the coolest part for me watching him this season with just nationals and worlds is just the fact that, yeah, he hasn't even like been competing. He's been doing shows, but still like, it's a little bit different and, and he still showed up and he's still able to put down quality. And that speaks a lot to like who he is as a skating talent and everything um but yeah like obviously the the technical little mishaps with the etch and and some telegraphing and stuff like not perfect but it, it was good enough for getting in that top five outstanding um, I'm sure he feels so great about that and his spins are also another huge thing that I love like he does such gorgeous positions um and he gets really creative at this point mm-hmm. with all of the stuff he does so well um and I do fast, actually and they're centered and and, yeah. and, 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 and. <laughs> exactly great skater great skater I do think like his posture it was interesting he does have really good like solid structure um but like I noticed that he tends to leave it in one place like there there is some body movement that he does um but it's like very like intentional he's like less like soft like with small movements in his back is one mm. thing that I noticed but that's just his style he did great so proud of him. <laughs> I'm proud of you picking all these things apart. Look at you. I'm, um, I'm analyzing, you know. You really are. Um, I'm just like, I'm here for the show. I'm trying to enjoy, enjoy all of it. <laughs> um, and you're sitting here like really taking it all in. I'm like, I should I should maybe do a little more of that. But I really just want to be transported. And you know, yeah, um, there were a handful of skaters that did that for me. And thank you to them for that because we all need a little of that in our lives. Um, also, up. since we're talking about, since we're talking about it, you know, we, we talked about how beautiful of a skater Jason is mm-hmm. and like the fact that he doesn't have the same technical content, you know, he's a very technically sound skater with what he does, but he doesn't do quads and he does have to telegraph into his triple axle, um, to make it happen, but he's, he gets rewarded for what he does. Well, you know, I hear from officials that like, kind of similar to a lot of what I hear from fans is that like they want more artistic skating and and how was the way to go about that and they talked about just an artistic program or um, finding different ways and like or just reward people for what they do well like if somebody is a great technician but they don't skate well then don't 
reward them for their skating and that will mm -hmm. have to force them in order to get the scores to skate better and reward people like like jason not just jason though like there are plenty of other skaters who don't have the same technical prowess who do not get rewarded for what they do mm -hmm. so like i put a challenge to the isu to make sure that like that gets rewarded reward people for what they do not what not what like is in the corridor not what's in fashion or not who's popular like if somebody skates beautifully reward them for that if someone has amazing jumps reward them for that but if they don't skate as well then don't give them the scores like if you do five quads you don't need to be getting nines if you don't deserve nines like that's unacceptable you want to see better skating then stop rewarding subpar skating that sounds like a tale as old as time jeremy <laughs> It I really think it's does. pretty. I think it's pretty simple. It's self-explanatory. Rather than trying to find a solution, let's look at the problem. <laughs> like they're like, we have. We're just going to find all these solutions, but we're not looking at the actual problem. The problem is in the scoring. You want better skating, then score the skating appropriately. I totally agree, and I think when when skaters come and put out a clean performance, and um, they're maybe the technical isn't as strong as a different technical skater, but that skater is making mistakes, like you said it should be a done deal. Like you, you got to come and you got to land and, and jumps are a part of the program. They're a part of the package. If you miss a jump that cuts the story that should completely like detract from the overall like performance. And unfortunately with skating today, that, that doesn't always happen when skaters are trying really big jumps. And it is because of like the popularity and kind of like the excitement around like pushing the sport. But yeah, I think that there definitely needs to be way more leveling out and and way more honesty in the judging like you said across all disciplines you know everything kind of becomes so like compartmentalized and then they're like have such a corridor where it's like well if you're skating skill like you deserve your scores within this mark it's like well then why did we separate why don't we just go back to the old system why did we separate all these things yeah if you're not going to judge them separately yeah Anyway. It is, it is, it's just a big, there's a, there's a lot to, to nitpick about skating judging these days for sure. I feel that really hard. Sit here and breathe. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> triangle breathing, Jeremy. Triangle breathing. <laughs> okay. I love it. Well, in sixth place, we had Kazuki Tamano um, from Japan, who I loved watching actually this um event he he skated really well in my opinion um there were some mistakes in both programs but the the energy that he brings to his skating um i think is very unique and just so joyful to watch i couldn't help but smile during his programs like his short program is super jazzy and he just has like the best step sequence full of energy and, and choreography that's like specific to the music and his facial expressions are so natural. Um, and it's, it's the same for the long, like he's just also such an artist in a, in a different way. Um, I, I loved him. What did you think? Yeah, I think um, he's, this is like such an overused term, but like he's, he's a showman. Like, yeah. Um, he doesn't have the best lines. He doesn't have like the best edge quality, but he loves what he's doing and it shows all over his face. And he brought that audience with him. Like, especially man, like when he finished the last triple axel and went into that choreo sequence at the end of his free program, mm -hmm. um, 
like I was almost on my feet <laughs> like, and I wasn't even yeah, there. The emotion. Um, yeah. But like, he just like exploded like out of himself and like literally his speed picked up like 10 times um, and he was flying across the ice and he kind of like threw caution to the wind. There was a little bit of like, um, he was, he like, he didn't lack control, but it was like this feeling that he was like out of control he was fully in control, but like, you know, he just, he let go of those kind of constraints and those boundaries. And he, there was just such a freedom to that, that moment that just like, I like felt sucked through my screen. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Amazing. Um, but, but yeah, no, no, like it all over his face, how much he was loving what he was doing. There's a lot to like, um, you know, the fall on the quad toe aside and, and, and other things that, I already mentioned, um, but yeah, great job. Yeah, I thought he did great, and it's it's awesome to land in the top six in your home country at Worlds and everything. So he's definitely on track for this next Olympic quad if he can um, keep it together performance wise, like technically, and keep putting out programs that really speak to his strengths, which is just showing off that amazing, lovely presentation. Just the joy on his mm-hmm. face gets everyone yeah for sure. got me um i don't know if he's ever going to hear this but like or if his coaches do or anybody but like i would just love to see just a little bit more extension through his legs in places but that's kind of my biggest like nitpicking like um is like there are just moments where like his leg is bent and i want to see it like mm-hmm. straight and like extended um but yeah no, great like so fun to watch so fun to watch love it in seventh was Keegan Messing from Canada, who had such an electric short program. Um, it was amazing, like quad toe, triple toe, outstanding. He did a crazy triple axel, triplets at the end. Uh, the program itself is just so fun. Like all season that I've seen it um, has just gotten everyone clapping. Um, and it was no different here. His like quick footing and everything. It's it's so unique. He has so much energy. Um, his free skate, unfortunately he made some mistakes kind of like right at the beginning. Um, he landed his quads great, but then he did like a pop and it just kind of didn't hit the same way that like four continents hit where he did a clean program. Um, but regardless, I think his music, um, choices are so fun. Like everyone knows them. They're so heartwarming and it's just heartwarming to watch him specifically skate to them. Um, and I know this was an emotional worlds for him because i'm pretty sure this is his last competition season um i think he's been saying that um and he keeps showing his kids in the kiss and cry and it's just so sweet so yeah um yeah i think he's he's ready to go on and be a daddy and do 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 other things yes um but I mean, um, I compete against him a number of times and to watch him, like he's always been, <laughs> he's always been his own person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but like to watch him take his, like what makes him unique as an individual human and really make that, like capitalize on that in a way that makes him a unique skater. Um, you know, he has his own, he has his own expression and his own way of skating and his own style of skating. And, um, and he really like, he honed it and perfected it. And it's like, he's, he, he, there's nobody that skates like Keegan, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like 
I, I don't, I wouldn't say he's an artist in like the way that we mentioned some of the other men, but it, I, I think like, I think we he, kind of also put that term in a box in a way. Yeah. There's um, a lot of different types of artistry and exactly, his is very unique. Yeah, exactly. Like he found a way to, to take what his strengths are and imbue it into his skating with music and with heart and with passion. And like, it's, it's cool. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, what his feet can do and like what his body can do. Um, you know, like it, it doesn't like, you know, you kind of, we were kind of talking about how like Jason doesn't move his spine a, a ton. Yeah. Um, and neither does Keegan, but like mm-hmm. still the, what he can do, like with his knees, with his legs, with his like lean, um, like the lean of his body off of his center axis, like the mm-hmm. stuff that he can do with that is, is, is really, really cool. Um, yeah. and yeah, like it was unfortunate that his last skate, I don't know the, uh, I, I don't know if he's doing team trophy or, or what, yeah. but I was going to say, it's kind of a shame that like his last skate at his last competition, ho- hopefully he has one more if, if he's doing team trophy. I don't know. Um, uh, wasn't like what he dreamed of, but man, that short program, you know, he's going to remember that for his entire life. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I, I got to say, I remember competing with Keegan um, way back when I was really young in San Jose and and just like the local competitions, he would always come to like Silicon Valley open and we would do like the artistic competition. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's like all ages, um, girls and boys competing against each other. And I would always compete against Keegan and Keegan would always win because his programs were just like, they were really cool, um, concepts like the same that he is doing now. So it's been amazing to see him thrive on the world stage so many years later and kind of like get that recognition um because i think a lot of people wrote him off early in his career uh he used to skate for team usa and and he switched to canada and he's just been like killing it and so i'm i'm so happy to see him like take his career in his own hands and and go like show everyone exactly what he's capable of so yeah and to really find his stride like in his mid and late 20s um Cause like, I mean, I just want to reiterate, like, you know, so many people think like you have to be at your peak as like a teenager. Um, but there are so many different pathways for this sport and there's so many different ways to, to become quote unquote successful. Um, and it doesn't all look the same. And, um, you know, for people who are listening, like if you don't have all of your triples by the time you're 15, like, it's not over, but there's like, there's still plenty of time. It, it's, it's, a, it's so much about like, I mean, there has to be, of course, like um, a bit of like, there has to be some athletic ability. <laughs> um, yes. you, you have to have some sort of talent. Um, but ultimately, like it comes down to drive. It comes down to hard work. It comes down to passion. Um, like if you, if you have some sort of foundational skill and um, you have like something there and if you're not the best and you don't have everything, like it's still possible, like you can still work for it. And like, I think someone like Keegan is such a great example of that. Um, Cause you know, when he left like 
when he left Team USA, I don't know if he was doing quads. Well, maybe like towards the end, but when he switched to Canada, then quad toes, mm-hmm. they're beautiful, better than ever. His triple axles like got even better. His skating, his artistry, like everything improved across the board after he was after he was 20. Yeah. Um, so there's no one, there's no one formula. There's no one way to become quote unquote successful. And um, I love that Keegan really is reminding us that there are so many stories to be told and, and they, they don't all have to look the same. Totally. Um, yeah, he should be, he should be very proud of his career and I, he's inspired so many people um, just all around the world, North America, like everywhere. Um, so yeah. Well, let's talk about our third American, Andrew Torgashev, um, who competed at his first Worlds. Uh, important to note, he missed the last two seasons for injury, um, and this has been his comeback season. Uh, Nationals was uh, a huge moment for him. He skated really well and earned his spot on the world team. Um, and then he had to quickly find like an international competition to get the minimum score to be able to compete at worlds. Cause he wasn't competing internationally in the fall. Um, so it really has been a whirlwind for him to just get to worlds in general. Um, and so at worlds, he, he didn't have his best skates. He made mistakes in both the short and the free skate. Um, I would say that's like not super surprising based off of this being his comeback year and just not competing internationally for the last two seasons. And the first one back is Worlds in Saitama, nonetheless, where there's a packed arena to the brim with skating fans. So very, very different um, energy wise competition, I'm sure. But it was a great experience for him to be out there. Um, And I think that his skating quality in general is... um, really strong he's also an artistic skater um, and has a lot of potential to be one of our best skaters i think if he can put together the technical consistently with uh, the performance mm-hmm. um and i if i hope that he doesn't give up um the like the emotional attachment to his skating in favor of doing the quads um i mean mm-hmm. i hope he finds consistency of course because it's it's necessary um but he does have something special and really beautiful about the skating um so like a bit reminiscent of patrick chan mm-hmm. um in like the way that he bends and presses and uses his edge and his lean um uh personally like I, you know, I watched his long program at Nationals in San Jose live. Um, and it was really like electrifying, with, like his energy and like seeing him come back after two seasons away and, and skating that way to earn his spot on this team. Um, again, in my, this is my opinion. So like, please, please disagree. You, you, anybody listening, like you can absolutely disagree with me. I I don't write the rule book on any of this and I don't have final say. This is just how I see it from my own perspective. Um, I felt like his long program really didn't do him any favors. Um, You know, he brought the energy, but I didn't feel the program really did much for him um, because I, I watched him skate for a very long time and I love the way he skates, but I didn't feel, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't get anything from, from watching that program specifically like 
watching him, uh, you know, I, I got something from him, but I didn't feel a connection between him and that that program. And um, for me, there was just a disconnect and, and it, it kind of left me like wanting a little more. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. that that's just me. Uh, but he is a beautiful skater and he, he does have the technical ability to to be um, higher up on the world stage for sure. I think um, particularly like with his programs this season, it's clear that he's really focused on the the elements at hand um, rather than just like skating with freedom of movement and just like really trying to connect wholly to the music. Um, and maybe the music has to do with that. Like maybe it's a little bit harder of a piece for him to connect to. I think, I think he's definitely a skater um, who would benefit from like testing out different choreographers each year also just to get like, more of a scope into a skating of like small details that different people bring. Um, it's always like really cool to just work with different people who bring a different uh, piece out of you each time. And he is like Absolutely. a young skater. And and I think that's something that he could potentially do over the next few seasons leading into this Olympic quad. Um, but really, really good stepping stone for him this season mm-hmm. um, to start out out worlds and, and hopefully only move up from here. Um, cause he is definitely a gem for the U S I think if, yeah. if he can stay, stay healthy, <laughs> yeah, huge, it's really important yes. to stay healthy, injury, stay free, healthy, please. all of you, all of you. Um, no, like yeah. Polina, is that something that you did? Like, did you work with a lot of different choreographers or did you kind of like, I mean, I know that your career was short, but. It was, uh, you know, I, I didn't. And that's something that now that I'm older, I wish that I had, um, not that I didn't love my programs when I was skating them. I, I really did. I worked with Marina Klimova and Rudy Galindo. And and at the end, I was working with Philip Mills. And um, a lot of pe- people didn't really get to see the Philip Mills programs. But those ones were, I, I loved them. Like, we were a really good match for choreographer and skater. Um, but I definitely, like, if I were to continue skating, I would definitely work with different people when you when you allow more people into your team and 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 to work with you like everybody is so different and bring something totally unique to their choreography style and everything um and i think i would have benefited tremendously um from getting exposed to different types of turns arm movement like oh maybe let's try this like oh move your body in this way all you're doing is you're giving yourself more room for different pieces of art absolutely I think that it's huge. Like you can see people who have worked with a multitude of people smartly. Um, Cause mm-hmm. you know, you have to have some people that just kind of jump ship when things aren't working and that doesn't always work either. Um, but mm-hmm. when, when they open up their, their world to other opportunities and other styles and other forms of music and they, like they become much more well-rounded and um, it really, even if they find their own style, you can see that it has, uh, it, it blossoms more versus doing just the exact same thing every time. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you just expand your skill set when you work with um, different people. I do think it's also really important for people to like put in the research of what types of who choreographers are that would match well with. Um, mm-hmm. and that comes from, that. that's not just like, oh, well, this choreographer made this like 
world-winning program this year and they're really popular. So let's go get a program from him or her, uh, which yeah. I think is how most <laughs> people think. They're like, okay, well, there are these huge popular names right now. Everybody wants a program from them. And it's like, well, you shouldn't just do that. Like you should look at choreographers that have made programs for people that you relate to or that you align with in your skating. Um, and when you do it like that, then you're going to really tap into working with people that can actually help you and bring out your own creativity in a way that still makes you look your best and not just it's what everybody else is doing. But yeah, that was such a tangent on choreographers. <laughs> we'll bring it back to the men right now to close out. Um, a few other men that skated at this event um, that I love to watch. I love to watch Denis Vasilevs um, from Latvia. He technically is not always the strongest. Um, he he has his triple axel, which is great this season. Um, and he was going for his quad. But I just think his presentation is just super fun to watch. Like he has like this jazzy light style. And um, I think he has like great arm positions and and great choreography for him as a skater. And I, I love to watch him. Yeah, no, Dennis is beautiful. I kind of came on right as you were saying that. Um, and, you know, you can see his, you can see Stefan's influence on him as well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, he really has developed beautifully. Um, you know, personally, I also really enjoy um, Teo Rizzo from Italy uh, mm -hmm. and Adam Siohimfa from France. Mm -hmm. um, you know, both very different takes and artistic styles. And, um, but I think both valuable and, and entertaining and, and lovely to watch. I agree. I think um, like Matteo Rizzo and uh, two other skaters, I noticed uh, Vladimir Litvitsinov and Mihail Selevko. Um, those were three guys that I think they all have really good qualities. They're all pretty young, um, but they're very promising. And so I really liked them and I hope that they can um, continue to go on an upwards trajectory with their skating because they could definitely be um, up there as well in this next quad. Um, and another skater I also really like watching from a technical standpoint is Mikhail Shirodorov, um, who represents Kazakhstan. And he, his technique on his jumps are just impeccable. Like he is so light, but his technique is so classic. And um, he just has an amazing air position, such clean takeoffs and landings. So he is another really technically talented man that we have in the world but he really really needs to work on his um skating skills and his like mm -hmm. artistry and and really develop that power because right now that's severely lacking and um he he really needs to work on that ice coverage to get recognition for the technical that he is doing and when he does he could be way higher as well for sure but i mean i just have to say like um what like seeing so many Kazakh skaters throughout this season has been really cool and I think I just want to say like it's been such a testament to um the life and legacy of Dennis Ten mm -hmm. um who like you know it, he made it his mission to like make figure skating important in his country and and to see like the depth that Kazakhstan is now has and is bringing is just like it's just such a testament to Dennis and then it's really beautiful to see. And I'm glad that his legacy is um, living on and continuing. 
I totally agree. Um, and and there's a lot of like really talented artistic skaters coming out of Kazakhstan that I, I got to see at Four Continents and I love it. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say about the men's event? No, just like the yeah. depth of field is bananas. And there's just like so much quality and like spins aren't lacking, edge quality is not lacking. Um there's more people have more of an individualized um voice mm-hmm. uh whereas before it was much more black and white cut and dry like you were artistic or you were not and um i'm seeing so many more shades of gray now where i'm like you know what it's not just this or that like i'm seeing people really be able to kind of they're 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 working on both they're improving both and um just i'm impressed I agree. I think the men are leading um, the pack in all four disciplines of pushing this like amazing technical ability with the artistic value that skating um, is used to having um, for generations. So I, I've really enjoyed watching the men's event all season, and I'm I'm really excited to see what happens in this next squad with all these guys. Yeah, I just my only plea is like connect to your music and like pull me into your world. Like I just want to be. I want to see what you see. I want to feel what you feel. I want to be on the journey with you. Um, So that's just like, that's my plea to all of you. Just like bring me along on your journey. There you have it. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy, for coming on and talking about the men with me. I I really appreciate all your insight and it's been a really fun conversation. (laughs) Absolutely. Anytime. Okay, guys, we are going to move into the pairs right now. Uh, here to talk about the pairs with me is 2018 Four Continents champion and 2016 U.S. National Pairs champion, Tara Kane. Tara, thanks so much for coming on to talk about the pairs event with me. Hey, Paulina. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> of course. So in first place, we had Riku Mura and Ryuchi Kahara from Japan. I have to say we're favorites going in uh, especially it's their home country in Japan so it was awesome to see them skate well to bring home the gold for their country Um, but let's talk about the short program first really quickly so um, I thought they started off the program super soft like they covered the ice amazingly right at the start and um, they nailed their side-by-side triple toes they had a great row triple flip and um, yeah I just really loved the program overall what did you think? my heart is on the line when this team skates. Um, They are just like such a wholesome team when they're skating. You can tell their connection as a team is so strong and everyone is rooting for them. Um, I think even their competitors, even when I was skating against them, I still wanted them to skate well because they are just like such golden people. So um, I'm so happy they won, especially on home ice. Like I am so thrilled for them. For me, like the money moment of that program is when she nailed her throw flip, which was so solid, so huge. And she had like the most beautiful running edge and it was right on the music. So I'm sure like the component score just for that, that timing must have just skyrocketed. But especially for this team, every time you see them on the ice, they are so fast compared to other teams. um, It's just night and day. Like you see Riku and Ricci and they just fly by the cameras. They're so fast and their connection is so strong that they're a joy to watch. Like they're so easy to root for. Specifically in the short program for me, uh, the music and just how gentle they are. 
Um, like they're so synchronized through all of their movements, like especially their spins and everything very elegant, but the quickness, like you said, they cover the ice from start to finish with so much speed. And, uh, they really stand out for that reason. Um, in the free skate, they did have a few mistakes. They had a pop with a double sow, um, I believe, but their, uh, their throw triple lutz amazing um they did have a fall on their throw triple loop though so yeah, wasn't it's really out of character actually because she usually yeah. really nails those throws um and you could just see in the kiss and cry that she was beating herself up about it but um they went into the free skate with a six-point lead so I think that helped cushion those mistakes a little bit and um there were a few other mistakes on the podium as well so it gave them enough leeway um with the rest of their strengths that they were able to kind of overcome it and still take the lead. Ryuchi specifically really shows off his partner um, because he is such a solid pair skater. When he does his lifts, he's so solid underneath her that you don't even focus on him, which is kind of like the mark of a good pair guy, is he's so solid that you just enjoy what she's doing up there. He doesn't do anything to distract you or make you look down. You're never like, whoa, what's going on? you just enjoy how beautiful she is in the air. So that's kind of something if you're not really familiar with pairs is that you can take that knowledge and like apply it to the rest of the teams. If you're ever like distracted by what the guy's doing, you're like, okay, something's not quite right because now I'm looking at his feet or what's going on down there instead of enjoying her beautiful position. But you never see that with Ryuchi. He's so strong, so solid and so fast, even in his lifts. That's a really good point. I didn't know that. So now I'll be looking for that (laughs) when I watch bears. Yeah, their job is to be a solid base so that you can really look at how beautiful the girl is and what she's doing up there. Um, Their lifts are super innovative. Um, They always have something really interesting going on. It kind of sets them apart from the other teams. Amazing. Yeah. Do you think that they, like, since they did have such a big lead in the short program, do you think that that lead was too high for the short program compared with the, like, should they, should they have been closer to the other pairs just for like a more equal, like free skate battle? Or do you think that they were truly like so much better in the short that they like deserved the six point lead? I think it was justified. Um, Their short program is beautiful. Um, So their components were earned. Uh, Mm -hmm. And also they had a clean shore program and Mm -hmm. Alexa and Brandon had a big mistake. Brandon fell on his, Mm -hmm. his triple toe in the short, which was shocking to me. I, (laughs) I was, it was so unexpected, but I, I do think their short program was super strong that night. And in front of the hometown crowd, everyone really got behind them. I think they rose to the occasion. For the free skate for me, like from a component side, I did think that they were a little bit more like focused on each other and like. I don't know, athletic towards completing the program technically rather than the raw motion, like in the uh, more feeling that they brought to the short program, it felt like a little bit more plain in terms of excitement in the free skate. I agree. Um, I think maybe they were under a little bit more stress, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little bit more nerves too. I think going into a free skate as the leader is always really tough, especially you know, in your home country, everything's on the line. I think maybe um, some nerves were playing, playing on them and they weren't able to express as much emotion as they did in the short. Still amazing to see them win though. So definitely huge congratulations to them. Let's talk about Alexa Kniram and Brandon Frazier who earned the silver medal um, at Worlds, which is a really big deal um, because this is the first time in like 30 years that we've had a pair team 
be on the podium two years in a row in pairs. Big the last time it happened was actually when their coaches did it. So shout wow. out. Uh, this is, I think, especially a big deal because they did this under extreme stress. Like they, mm-hmm. their coach actually, Todd Sand is still in the hospital at the ICU after um, a really serious heart attack. So I can't even imagine what they were going through with this competition. So shout out to Alexa and Brandon for really keeping keeping their heads on straight because this is a very stressful situation because they didn't have their coaches with them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It has been uh, such a whirlwind for the last month since Junior World, since everything happened with Todd. So um, the fact that they were able to still come and keep their heads on and compete well uh, and earn a medal is huge. With that said, they did actually win the free skate. So mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned that uh, Riku and Ryuchi weren't as strong in the free skate. So they they got a silver medal in the free skate, but the gold overall. Um, mm-hmm. So Alexa and Brandon can take that world's small medal home for the free skate. Absolutely. I know they wanted to win here, but uh, with the short program, they did have a pretty big mistake, as you said. Um, in their side-by-side triple toes, Brandon fell. Um, so that kind of put them under uh, that point lead in the short program, but they did have an incredibly huge throw triple flip that they nailed in the short program, which I loved watching. I love seeing Alexa lander throws every time she lands. I don't know the positioning. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I actually like when I was watching the event and I was making little notes on the teams so we could talk about it. I put down that Alexa has the strongest throws in the event, which is nothing new. I think everyone who <laughs> who watches them or our fans know that, but just as usual, she lands her throws with so much authority. Like she knows going in she, that she's going to have that landing. So one thing the- I notice on her throws, actually Alexa has like a single skater snap mm-hmm. with her arms rather than having like the one arm in front, one arm in back. Um, I think it's, it's like a technique thing. Cause like mm-hmm. it's, it depends on like how you were taught almost because mm-hmm. I, I rotated with my arms in front too. But I think actually the more the technique progresses now, girls are going to one arm in front, one arm in back. And it's I think it's more of a Russian technique is what I'm seeing. Interesting. Um, it's like a quicker way to get into rotation. So you, mm. you finish your rotations quicker. I've yeah. tried it ways out of curiosity, but it's really hard to change your technique after you're, you're so used to rotating a certain way. Absolutely. Well, in the free skate, they... They won the free skate, which was beautiful. They have the side of the times program, which I love because that music in general is so touching. And again, their throws were just done so beautifully. But unfortunately, they had mistakes in both. Yeah, um, yeah just small mistakes on both both mm-hmm. uh, solo jumps. Um, so it ends up adding up. What I did notice is that um, in this program itself, it's also like a bit more mechanical in terms of the emotion that they bring. Um, they're also way more focused to me, it seems on the elements rather than performing like outwards to the crowd. I think what is also different for for me and um, the audience in general is watching Alexa and Brandon skate together. I'm still getting used to it, actually. The, um, when you were so used to for so long watching um, the, them with their previous partners. And now they're developing this new style. Um, and it, it takes a while to mm-hmm. develop a style with um, with a new partner. And sometimes you have to try different styles of music and really like get into what your style with your new partner is going to be. So I think sometimes we forget because they are so immediately successful that 
even though they had these amazing throws, this awesome twist, these fantastic lifts is sometimes like you still are playing with different styles and seeing what works best. So I think it's easy to forget that this is still kind of a new team, even though Mm -hmm. they are world champions. That is very, very true. What they're doing now is working for them. They have these fantastic tricks. Their technical Mm -hmm. score is always huge. They're so consistent. So Mm -hmm. if that's, you know, find what works and, and ride it, you know. Absolutely. Well, in third place, we had uh, the Italian pair, Sarah Conti and Niccolo Machi. This was Italy's first world medal, which is amazing because I've always thought of Italy as being a really strong pairs country. They've always had consistently good pair teams. So I was kind of surprised, actually. But it's amazing for them because there's only one spot at Worlds this year for Italian pairs, and they have such great depth in their country. So it was kind of a shame that we didn't see more Italian pairs at Worlds this year. So the fact that Sarah and Sarah and Nicolo were able to go and get those spots back for the rest of their teammates was fantastic. But they skated two super strong programs and they're so charming to watch. They were really strong in both the short and the long. They skated clean programs yeah, um, in did. both, which is outstanding to see two clean programs end up on the podium. Huge stand of that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like in both, they really fought for everything. You know, it wasn't necessarily perfect per se, but yeah, I think overall, like they were just really strong. Yeah, they seem to have a really good connection with each other too, especially Sarah. Like she has just a fantastic face the whole time. She's smiling. She's emoting. He seems so strong and supportive of her throughout the entire program. And they have grown so much. And here they are. They have like leapfrogged other Italian teams and they are so strong and consistently strong too. Like at every competition this season, like you've started to notice them and you're like, oh, actually they look really good. The only thing I wish is that like sometimes like on their protocol, you see a few like level threes creep in. And I think we could see them accomplish even more and get a higher score to match her beautiful components. Um, I say hers because I just wish he could like match her just a little bit more because she shines so bright. Um, And if we get those like level threes to level fours, their tech score will just be a little higher and can you explain um, like what the difference in levels are for like lifts specifically? What constitutes the difference between a three and a four? And why do we sometimes see pairs getting even like level twos for to my naked eye? Looks like a good lift. I don't know. Yeah. So sometimes you can tell if there's an issue on a lift, it'll come down early. You'll see a, a bobble or something like that. But um, the the biggest levels you'll see on lifts are is is a difficult entrance um sometimes it'll be something like a spiral the lady will do a spiral going into it there will be some sort of um twizzle or a hop into it a spread or like the men do back lunges i've seen yeah the men will do a lunge um sometimes both skaters will do a spread eagle the guy will do a spread eagle the girl will do a spiral that's a difficult entrance so that's a bullet you'll see difficult exits Those are really popular where it'll be a difficult dismount. The girl will do a flip. There'll be some sort of cartwheel or something like that. Um, Sometimes a lift will go from a level four to a level three because the judging panel, the technical, sorry, the technical specialist at that specific competition won't say your entrance or exit is difficult. It just kind of like spins. You've been getting that level four all season, but that specific panel suddenly is saying your exit isn't difficult. 
and you're like, what the heck? It's been difficult all season. It's not difficult now. So uh, hmm. some of it is a little frustrating because it's almost like up to interpretation or maybe usually the guy pops the girl a little higher and this time it it rotated down instead of popping up. So that didn't look difficult enough. Three rotations on one arm is a, a level. Mm-hmm. Um, two rotations on one arm is a level. A lot of times you'll see like a difficult entry, three rotations, difficult exit, it's the level four. Um, and a difficult variation. So you see the girls grab their leg and usually it has to have a upper body rotation as well. Um, so kind of sounds similar to spins, I'm sure to you. Um, some of the things you had to do. Um, also change of position for the lady. Oh. And the rotation of the man. So if you're starting rotating counter, uh, if you're starting rotating counterclockwise, you stop and then you rotate clockwise, that's good level as well. So that's a very quick rundown. So if you look at uh, Sarah and Nicolo's sheet, they did receive a few level threes that I'm sure they were probably frustrated about. Mm -hmm. One thing I do also want to see them improve upon in terms of artistry is just like, like you said, like Sarah is this driving like energetic force for the team, uh, which is great to have that energy on the ice. Um, I do want to see her posture though, improve a little bit just with keeping her shoulders down, arching her back more, kind of bringing a little bit more gentleness into her skating. Um, That was just one thing I noticed from like a aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. I think it really, one thing that shows that even more is because her partner is so tall that Mm -hmm. if she you know, leans forward a little bit or her shoulders sag, it makes it even more obvious because he is so tall and like rises above her so much. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Let's talk about fourth place. So in fourth, we had uh, Deanna Stellata Dudek and Maxime Deschamps from Canada um, who have just been coming full force all season. Um, So it's great to see them land in the top four at Worlds this season. I thought their short program was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And they have such a huge fan base around them. I think it's because Deanna has this like, really great comeback story. And I think everyone, everyone loves that. That story is really easy to root for them. Um, I love their short program. Their long program for me just didn't have the same amount of fire behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd agree. So I, I wish that they had, they were able to bring that same fire to the long program. I think it was just missing a little bit for me. For the uh, free skate, they had quite a few mistakes, um, both little mistakes and, um, some other bigger ones. So I think in terms of the lifts though, it seemed like they got a lot of level four. So their difficulty is definitely there. Like they had a great throw triple sow, but yeah, just not their day in terms of attack. Their, their face wasn't in it. You know, usually when a skater gets on the ice and you're like, oh, they're ready. It didn't yeah. look the same as the short program. So they, they ended up in sixth in the free skate, um, and just not as strong, unfortunately, mm-hmm. just kind of lacking, but really strong lifts, really strong twists. He handles her so well in the air. Mm -hmm. Really great season for them. Cause I know she was sick a lot of the season too. So Mm -hmm. she had a lot to fight through. And finishing fourth overall at the world championships is not too shabby. So no, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. Really outstanding. Well, in fifth place, we had uh, Spencer, Akira Howe and Emily Chan from the U S and I personally love this pair team just because I love the component 
the emotional side of skating that they're able to put out. And in the short program, uh, they skated a great skate. They landed their side-by-side triple toes. They weren't quite in sync with it though. Landed their throw triple loop. It did look two-footed, but in terms of the presentation, I thought they were like top tier with their tango. So yeah, their short program is so fiery. It's so sexy. I said that Deanna was the driving force of that team. And for some reason, when I watch this team skate, I am so drawn to Spencer. Like Mm -hmm. he gives so much and Emily is just like a perfect partner for him. I think they gel together so well on the ice, but it's very rare in a pair team that you're really drawn to the man. Cause I think usually everything's just given to the girl, or I think usually the attention is usually drawn to the, the female, but I think Spencer is such a great skater and you really like all eyes go to him. Um, and she just really knows how to to partner him so well. And their footwork is yes. good. Like I totally agree. My favorite part of the program, honestly. Absolutely. Like to me, I'm like, it's like very rare, I guess, when you watch a program and you're like, okay, whatever, jump, throw, like get I want to see the footwork. Like <laughs> I want to see you guys like act because mm-hmm. it's so good. But with this team, like you said, it's their components that are so good. Totally. And it's funny because like the uh, emotion that they bring to their skating for the whole program to me is like pretty rare to see in pairs in general, just because it it feels more technical than ice dance, um, which is all about, you know, presentation and emotion and artistry. And so for them, when they start their footwork, because they're so emotional and they're acting out, you know, the, the sensuality of the tango character. Um, to me, it's like way more reminiscent of ice dance, which is so cool to see in a non-ice dance discipline, um, especially in pairs. So I love that. And their side-by-side spins are always so fast and so strong and so synchronized. Well, in the free skate, they they have their ghost program. It's so beautiful. It's been one of my favorite programs all season as well. Emily did make mistakes at the beginning with the jumps. So she had a fall on the double axle and then she doubled her triple toe in the side-by-side, which is so disappointing because they you know, these jumps are strong jumps for them. And they were both like single skaters that, you know, these are the basics for them all around. So um, definitely disappointing to see them lose points there. But the rest of the program was pretty solid, I think. It's especially sad because they just had a really strong outing at Four Continents. So Mm. I was hoping they would have built a little bit of confidence there and would be able to take that and bring it at Worlds. So especially um, the jumping elements for Emily, it just seems like she's just looks a little nervous going into them. And I just wish, uh, you know, they could have those a little bit more confident, uh, mm-hmm. those those few elements so that we can really enjoy the entire program because they do have such beautiful skating skills. And they were able to land both their throws. I think the first one, the throw loop was uh, two-footed, but the second one, the throw triple sow is just really great. And components just skyrocket on all of their other elements, like the judges are so ready to reward this team. So if they can just hold it together, like they would be up there. Their step sequence in this program too is just like yeah. so, so elegant, so beautiful. Spencer is so emotional. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really surprising to see in a pair guy. You don't usually see it. That's like, he's giving Zach Donahue. Like he's, <laughs> he's, I don't know what ice dancers he's hanging out with, but he should continue to do it. Um, and he, like, you really buy into the love story when you watch this ghost program. Like, I mm-hmm. am, I believe it. They are so well-matched physically. And I watch this program and, like, it's, like, it brings tears to my eyes. And I I believe, I know them. But I yeah. saw, oh, God, what a beautiful 
team, what a beautiful story. Um, I fully believe the story they're telling me. I think overall their their presentation and interpretation in both programs is the best in the event, in my opinion. I'd give them the highest components. That's just my opinion, but it's it really is strength. But um, yeah. yeah, you'd have to take that up to the judges because <laughs> it's not always um, rewarded as it should be. No, exactly. But we can still talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in sixth place, we had Trent Mashad and Leah Pereira from Canada, which also is their first season together. So ending up in the top six, so huge for them. Yeah, their, sh- their short program and their free skate was pretty good. They did um, side-by-side triple toes in the short. They landed their throw triple sow. Yeah, this is actually one of my most enjoyable teams of the event. I it's I'm just so dumbfounded that Leah just learned throw triples like a few months ago and here she is at worlds senior worlds landing them like without a problem plus goe i am amazed by her strength um, to transfer so seamlessly i think last year she was a junior single skater and now she here she is at senior worlds doing so well and um she's so so enjoyable to watch and she matches trent so well they were just so light and joyful and they really mm-hmm. seemed to be enjoying themselves. I love this team. I thought it was like, I, I really root for them when I watch them skate. From the free skate, they opened with uh, the triple toe, like the triple toe, double toe, double axle combo. They both did it super well. Like they were fighting right off the bat. Um, and like you said, the throws for her to learn those so recently and land all three that she attempted at Worlds and short in the long. So I'm very impressed by that as well. Overall, like they got level, level fours on their lifts and everything. So they're bringing the difficulty. And I thought it was it was really impressive, the pairing overall to see Trent's strength in supporting her for the entire program in both programs. Like he was very, very well trained and like easily lifting her and doing all of these things. I know he is a pair skater and like for yeah. her, it's new, but. Trent has been on the scene for a while. He's, um, he knows what he's doing. He's really strong as a as a pair guy. Their match together is just great. I really enjoyed their programs. And like you said, like their difficulty, level four death spiral, level four lifts, just their twist is beautiful. So for her to take this on and do as well as she's doing, like there's not much else you can say. It's just I think we'll be seeing a lot of them in the next few years. Um I I can't imagine them going anywhere but up and um, they got fourth in the free skate. So that's amazing. And I think we'll see them on the podium. Well, in seventh place was the Hungary team, Maria Pavlova and Alexei Svetichenko. Like, boy, were they here. They did two clean programs. They're a brand new team. This is their first season together and their jumping elements are so solid. Like the components aren't really there yet. But their consistency of their jumps and throws and their twists are like beautiful elements. You know, like the the lifts aren't, you know, maybe as beautiful as other teams yet. Um, they did get a base level death spiral. So they still have some things to work on as far as gelling as a new team. But so their jumping elements, meaning just their jumps and throws, fantastic, like, like podium level. Another team uh, that I really enjoyed watching as well was the Australian pair of Anastasia Golubeva and Hector Giotopoulos Moore. Um, and like for me, one of the most impressive parts of their skate was the fact that they did side by side triple toe, triple toes. 
Yeah, a little step out, but still we got side-by-side triple toe, triple toes in a pair competition. I can't wait to see what we get from them in the future. I think they're like definitely a team to watch because they're still pretty young. They still competed on the junior circuit this season. If they start improving those little things, improve their components with their technical score, they will be definitely fighting for their place on the podium Mm -hmm. very soon. In terms of like aesthetic, they're they're so beautiful to watch. They're so gentle and elegant. So they really do have so much potential if they're able to um, kind of keep the technical moving upwards uh, with their like artistry growth. Well, last but not least, let's talk about our third American team that was there, Danny O'Shea and Ellie Cam. Um, mm-hmm. They finished 12th overall. And yeah, I thought in, in the short program, they opened so beautifully with their choreography. Um, they like skated to this prayer program. And um, I really like the program overall for them. I think the choreography was great. And and they're, again, a new team this year. Ellie's first time in pairs. And she's kind of thrown into these huge events, you know, nationals, for continents, worlds. Um, so it's been quite a challenge, I think, mentally for her to adjust to that competition setting as like Danny has been in the game for so long. So there's definitely a difference in confidence levels there, but technically they're still not quite uh, ready yet. She's doing throw doubles instead of throw triples. So she really needs to up that. Um, But yeah, overall, what'd you think? I think their short program is beautiful. I think it's a really perfect song to play to their strengths, Uh, especially Ellie's she like skates like a fairy. She's very light and delicate on the ice. And I think Danny really showcases her very well. Um, I think they're definitely a team to watch for the future as Ellie really grows into her strength in pair skating a little bit more. Um, yeah, just right now they're not at the same technical level as some of the other teams, but um, just give them a little bit more time and I'm excited to see what they can do in the future. Overall, like a really great experience um, for Ellie to get out there on the world stage um, and kind of work up to this next Olympic cycle, if that's, you know, the goal for her and Danny, Um, but so much potential. And um, I thought like their side-by-side spins looked pretty good. I know in the short program, like Ellie held an extra turn on her cannonball or something. So they lost that little moment of synchronization. Um, As a pair skater, how do you keep the synchronization in side-by-side spins I've always wondered it's like an interesting question because every team kind of does it differently and my partnership is that I I was always supposed to stay constant so my job was to never change my speed never to speed up never to slow down I was always to stay medium speed and to stay constant so you know like sometimes you like whip into a really fast camel spin I wasn't allowed to do that. (laughs) So basically I was to have like a medium level speed at all times. And when I changed position, not to go faster when I changed, like I wasn't able to like whip into a sit spin. So I was just supposed to stay constant in my speed all the time. And my partner was the only one who was able to adjust. So then you don't have two people adjusting because then you kind of end up like trying to catch each other. So we would always like change towards the wall. And I always knew like, okay, change at six, but he would say change just in case um, anything, anything crazy happened or he needed an extra rev. I would always wait for his call. So that's how we did it. I'm not sure um, if everyone works that way. I know in a lot of teams, a girl calls, so I'm sure maybe they switch that or. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for lending your voice to pairs. Uh, this was a really great conversation and super informative uh, from a technical standpoint. So thanks, Tara. Anytime. 
Okay, guys, we are going to talk about the dance event now. And to talk about the dance event, I'm bringing on Team USA Ice Dancer Eliana Pogorbinski, um, who's here to give us the rundown about the dance event um, from a more technical standpoint than I can offer um, and also artistic. So thanks, Ellie, for coming on. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. Heck yeah. So Obviously, a very exciting part about this ice dance event is the fact that it is the first world championship medal in the gold department for Madison Chalk and Evan Bates. This was their goal for the entire season, um, and they did it. They got the gold medal. Um, So, yeah, what did you think about their performances? Honestly, Maddie and Evan are just like in a class of their own. I think that one little fall that she had was just like a little mishap but it wasn't really on an elephant element or anything um so that's why they were still able to stay in first even with that mistake and all the other teams being really clean but I mean like you just watch Maddie and Evan and you get lost in how gorgeous she moves like she is so fluid so effortless like you can see that she just feels the music with every ounce of her being and it's just incomparable to, I would say, even any other team that was at Worlds. Yeah, I thought that they looked really, really polished. Um, like there's so many beautiful highlights in their program and like aesthetically, everything is so beautiful. Um, I I specifically always love that like little split moment mm-hmm. <laughs> when he like drags yeah. her in the splits. But yeah, I, I think that like they have a lot of control to their movement more so than freedom um sometimes but like that's kind of the point of the program I think as well and what what did you think about their like transitions and like the overall um I guess like structure of the program because from my naked eye (laughs) I I kind of felt like the program structure was a lot of like crossovers into elements into crossovers into elements rather than like super super specific like innovative movement transitions into their elements um am i looking at that from a proper viewpoint or is there something more like intricate that i was missing no so actually something that i noticed since i was at nationals too and watching worlds is that i feel like she has a lot more two-footed movements in the transitions compared to in other programs or even when they were with other coaches. So that was something that kind of stood out to me. I was like, she's on two feet a lot. Or then she just kind of like gets flinged up in the air because she's so small, you know, they have that big height difference. So they can do those cool kind of like flying around moves. And then again, she goes down and just that sense of like a lot of two footedness, but still their elements and everything is just so clean that It doesn't really get impacted by that. And she does a good job of drawing your attention away from her feet with what she's doing with her upper body. But yes, I would say you are correct with that. Well, it is outstanding that they were able to bring home a gold. I know it's so, so sentimental to them and just monumental for their overall career. So I hope hopefully this huge milestone checked off um, gives them like release of like their decision whether or not they're going to stay and keep competing or if they are ready to retire I know that's a big question mark everybody has but this is like something that they've been wanting for so long so now that they can have more clarity of whether or not they want to continue so yeah definitely it's crazy all right well in second place we had uh Charlene Guinard and Marco Fabri from Italy um 
who also have great quality to their skating. What did you think about their performances? Yeah, they're a team that they actually used to come to Igor when I was there in Michigan. So I got to see them practice a lot. And I feel like this program was really different for them, especially the free dance. It was kind of like this dark, moody, angsty program that usually because of their kind of like height difference, they'll do like cute things or just lyrical moves. So I thought that was kind of interesting that even though they've been skating for so long, they're still trying to branch out and do different things and push themselves. Um, But I wouldn't necessarily say that they're like my favorite skaters. Again, like everything's just clean with the skaters that have been around for so long, they're going to get level four in pretty much everything. They're going to do it well. So they have high GOEs. Um, Just like the style of it, again, didn't seem as effortless as, let's say, like Maddie and Evan. And one thing that I actually noticed, which was, I guess, kind of, I think, related to more of the costume. And I was watching her skating and I was like, she looks like she has like really bad posture in this program compared to other programs. Mm -hmm. And I still can't tell exactly, but I have a feeling that it was because of the costume because it was really black and dark on the front of her chest and the back was exposed. So it kind of gives you this illusion of forwardness. Plus the program was dark and she was forward. So that was something that I didn't really enjoy from that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like overall, especially compared to some of the other teams, um, like the program did not really touch me emotionally in the same Mm -hmm. ways. Um, so that's definitely something that I think that they can improve upon when picking program themes and definitely like everything that goes into it, the packaging. Yeah. In the future. But yeah, so a, a program that did really touch me though, was third place Piper Gillies and Paul Poirier from Canada uh, got the bronze medal and their Evita free dance. I just love it's so like free and so beautiful. Um, what did you think? Yeah, I think there was a really big contrast to their style in that in the short dance because their short is, I would say, kind of like their typical movements. And like usually they do kind of these um, really like avant-garde free dances too. This year was a little different, but it's like very sharp, precise, like quick movements. And then the free dance like was really fluid. So it really just showed that they can do these two different styles and give off different impressions, which I did really like in um, their free dance because it made them seem like they kind of flew a lot faster across the ice. Their elements and everything, of course, is really great. I mean, everything's just clean, polished. Um, I really like their sliding movement, too, across the ice. That was something that stood out to me the most in the program. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I just the music, I feel like I've heard it so many times growing up, like Avita is a very popular piece. Um, but like this specific program, I feel like is pretty etched into my mind at this point in the season, um, because of how like gentle and soft they are, but they're also like, very powerful. So it's, yeah, it was great. I'm really happy that they landed on the podium. Yeah, definitely. What about Lila Fear and Lewis Gibbons? Gibson um, from Great Britain. They ended up in fourth place, um, kind of more of a modern program. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, just wow. She is very petite and that allows them to do a lot of crazy things. And I kind of just felt like for the whole program, he was flinging this poor girl around. Um, But they're like intro lift. The first thing, like you can even tell they're like, they are moving so fast. Like 
compared to any other rotational lifts that other people had really like over the head around the body. He's just moving this girl throughout the whole program. But that's also something that, yes, it's impressive, but it's kind of like, you know, does she have like really good skating skills or is he just constantly like picking her up and doing all these things? Like what is her skating on its own? And when she is kind of doing her own thing, you know, footworks, it's nothing that's like really stand out. Like I think they get a lot of their points just from how quick they do things. Obviously they're clean and it's just like really energetic, really fast, very captivating, but it's just like a go, go, go throughout the whole program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of lightness to their skating and, and like they have really good ice coverage. Um, but it's like program theme for sure. I feel like in the future, if they pick something that's maybe a little bit more calm and demonstrative of their like skating skill quality that might help with the overall vision. Yeah. Well, in fifth place, I absolutely love this team. I saw them live at four continents and I'm so happy I did. Um, we had the Canadian team, Lawrence Fournier, Beaudry and Nikolai Sorensen, um, who are just so stunning. I think, uh, just particularly in this free dance, it's so romantic and like strong and she's so good at being like extremely feminine and like powerful at the same time and he compliments her just so well so I'm pretty obsessed with their free dance I loved it what did you think yeah I would say to be honest it was my favorite program out of yes like I got the exact same sensation there is just such a big presence from them on the ice mostly from her and how she expresses to the music. And again, same idea, almost like Maddie, like you can really tell that she just like feels it with every ounce of her being, the music is just flowing through her. And I do really love her, I would say as a role model for other female athletes, like skaters, ice dance, singles, whatever, because Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone's seen her like social media pages or just kind of what she looks like off the ice. She is very muscular. She is very strong. Like she is built beautifully. And the fact that she, you know, has this presence on the ice and like you said, can still be feminine with Mm -hmm. that strength to herself. You know, she's not just being flinged around. Like she moves on her own. I think that's what really makes her especially stand out and makes the team just look so beautiful and so powerful on the ice. So I think they're probably one of my favorites. Totally. Uh, like just so captivating, just mm-hmm. even just standing there or just like that opening glide, like one push, she has everybody in the palm of her hand and it is, um, it's amazing. The, the aesthetics are just brilliant <laughs> overall. The movement's so natural. I I'm honestly like, I can't wait to keep watching them and I hope they have really good programs for the next Olympic quad. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. Top five in the world. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, in sixth place, we had our own Caroline Green and Michael Parsons, um, who they have their free dance. Uh, it's the Rhapsody in Blue free dance, which I definitely really like um, this season. I, I think that the program has been pretty good. I like her dress that she had the dress changed by nationals. Um, I felt like this particular performance, though, was kind of more focused on like maybe skating clean in their elements and transitions more so than like raw emotion and performance um like for me personally it didn't feel quite as touching this time um what did you think 
Yeah, I think obviously they're still young in terms of like senior status, um, but you can still tell the difference between those teams that have been in seniors for, you know, five, 10 plus years, and then the kind of up and comers. Like, like you said, it was just, it was clean. It was cute. It was crisp. Nothing else really to it. Like they did a great job, mm-hmm. obviously because of that cleanliness and element execution is really nice. They were able to get great points, but yeah, there was not, really too much through it like compared to source and you can just tell the difference like right away and that's fine you know as they stay in seniors for longer get more experience I think that is just something that naturally is going to come with the territory and you know nerves kind of play into it as well senior competition last warm-up group um with all those great teams I think they did just you know the best job that they they could have for themselves at this world's and got great standings too. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And like with the coaching change this season, they've really just been thrown into a whole new environment. So it's been a lot yeah. of adjustment for them and it's going to take time for them to really like grow into who they are and who they want to be as a team. And it just takes time to really cement that confidence um, and come out and just skate lights out every time. But top six in the world is pretty dang good. So um, yeah. I hope they can continue building off of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about our other American team. Um, in They finished 10th, so top 10 finish overall at their first Worlds, Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko. Um, And their free dance is summertime. Um, it's like this classic elegant like old-fashioned um jazz performance and I honestly think this has been the best that they've performed all season I I really loved the control to their skating and overall is just such a touching piece um I feel like this music is like hard to skate to because you have to hit the notes like perfectly and uh like bring a lot of emotion and like the romance gently and I think the program just suits them so well what did you think yeah I I definitely think that she is the highlight of the team um her movements have grown a lot as she's grown and she's very graceful very fluid if you look at her arms they just one flows right into the other again kind of similar to what maddie does um so i actually i mean i think they did a really nice job i like them i would say even maybe more than michael and caroline with like that aspect the fluidity and the expression of it Music taste, you know, like you said, it's hard to skate to something like that with just like, especially the first piece is just beats. Mm -hmm. There's not really much to it. And because of that, you know, it can be not as captivating as other performances, you know, even you can tell with just the audience when they chime in, you just have a good time, you're going at it. And then in other programs, it's just quiet, you're appreciating, but it just lacks that extra little um. And I think that They've definitely been trying to change the style of their program since they switched coaching. And I think they're still just trying to figure out what it is that works for them. And I think that when they do, that's when they'll get a little bit better. But right now it's kind of just, you know, playing around with a couple different things, seeing what works. And yeah, Mm -hmm. they're building off of uh, their strengths right now, which I think like they're beautiful in those classical pieces like this type of 
this type of theme, I think if they continue building off of it, like they will be so strong. They're also just a really young team. So they're, they're going to keep uh, finding their footing. And uh, I think Anthony really compliments Christina uh, really well. Uh, she is a beautiful skater and he's such a strong, solid base. Um, he's so great at all of their lifts and everything is so um, articulately put together. The details of the program, the transitions are difficult. Um, so I think they're a great team. They're in really good hands. They're working with amazing professionals, um, Scott Moyer, Madison Hubble, uh, and, and more on their team. So I think it's a really good thing that they ended up in the top 10 at their first worlds. And it, it shows like great qualities from them. We had three teams in the top 10, which is awesome. Um, so I hope they keep getting after it. Yeah, for sure. Well, who else did you like out of the dance event? Were there any other highlights? Um, for me, I really loved the Phantom of the Opera free dance from Daisuke Takahashi and Kana Muramoto. Um, that, that particular program, the way they performed it at Worlds for me was like, really touching this time and also it was like so exciting with the music build up and obviously the Japanese crowd Japanese yeah. dance team um there was just a lot of excitement in the arena and you could kind of feel that energy even through the screen yeah absolutely I mean I think it's a great great program beautiful music they're doing great they definitely felt the energy from the environment and again like it just makes things so much more enjoyable to watch so fun you know again when you're at Worlds, yes, a lot of people have really good technical elements. So, you know, the teams that maybe are still building, that's stuff that they can work on with their coaches. But like you said, and someone else, like the package of it, you know, the costumes, the music, the atmosphere that it brings with it, that's a really big point that I think, you know, obviously you have to take into account. And it's hard knowing like, what is a music or a program that everyone is going to like? What is something that people are going to clap to? What is something that's going to be enjoyable? Um, but I think this for them was just perfect where, again, Worlds was. Totally agree. Anyone else? Any other highlights? Um, I really liked Allison Reed and her partner. I think, you know, they did great. They placed really well as well, you mm -hmm. know definitely challenging because they haven't been able to make it to the Olympics with her citizenship status, but they're still going strong. They're still pushing themselves. They're still having fun. You know, they keep getting better. And I think that, you know, if they can get her citizenship, it would be so amazing to see them at the Olympics and just, you know, everything, especially she's gone through with Chris Reed uh, losing her brother, I think, she just keeps showing up and giving everything she's got. And you can tell, and they did a great job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Finishing in seventh is very strong for a world showing. And um, yeah. she's able to, she's able to get the citizenship stuff figured out and get to the Olympics. That's, that's the dream. Yeah. 100%. That is the dream for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, lending your insights to us for this dance event. Um, I really appreciate everything you said, and I'm sure that our audience also does. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate everyone listening in. <laughs>
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.